Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. 
Hey everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, Never Not Funny, right around the corner with our guest, Michael Carbonero. Hey, if you're new to our show, uh, Michael does have a family following, so uh, uh, this may not be for you. There's some uh, language and uh, some uh, other adult-themed conversations, so uh, thanks for trying. But let me tell you about this in the meantime, if you're sticking around. If you're tired of the late-night shows that do nothing but political jokes, check out Man of the People with Pat Tomasulo. It is a different kind of comedy show. That's over on the WGN.com slash live. Now, I know Pat from uh, going on WGN. He's a buddy of uh, my buddy, Mike Toomey. Uh, my friend, Doug Cairo, is the showrunner on this thing. Um, Pat's a great guy and a very, very funny man. So uh, you could stream Man of the People with Pat Tomasulo on any device Saturday nights at 11 East, 10 Central at WGNTV.com slash live. You can also find Man of the People on YouTube at Man of the People TV. But now, here comes Never Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who's behind the door? A fistful of dullard. <laughs> <laughs> don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. Then you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. <laughs> Look, I'm not the best gay. 12 years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. Mad at It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, indeed. Yes, welcome into the program, episode 2319, The Hardcastle. Oh, we are at the Hardcastle. As a reminder, the Hardcastle Tour uh, 2019 begins uh, very, very soon. uh, The more than happy to do it, the Jimmy Pardo Tour. Uh, Come on out and see me on my limited dates in 2019. Go to jimmypardo.com and click the tour link. Wanted to take the whole year off. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, then the dates started coming in, and I've got uh, got stuff booked all the way through uh, June at this point. And, mm-hmm. That's good news. Uh, it is and it isn't. I kind of wanted to take the year off. Um, sick of my own voice, sick of my... But then people, uh, when I express this to other comics and, and such, uh, the other comics, and Matt Donahue being one of them, and uh, Ken Schultz and others, and uh, I guess people that rely on me for their livelihood <laughs> more, than, more than anything else. They, they really encouraged you to do it. <laughs> they told me yeah, keep that's going. so odd. Why yeah. would they? Yeah, yeah now that I think that out loud, uh, or say it out loud, uh, anyway, come out and see me live. We've got some stuff happening. It's certainly New Year's Eve. Uh, this comes out. When does this come out? Catfish Bend. It comes out Wednesday. Before Christmas. The 19th. Or, yeah, Thursday the 20th. All right. Uh, wait, it comes out the 19th. The 19th comes out. In the evening. Episode 9, 2319 comes out of the 19th. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, this thing's hardcastle heavy. Mm-hmm. Right? If only if the month was the 23rd month. <laughs> There's also. Well, that'd be next year. Yeah. Next uh, November, I guess that would be. If you count, I do. I do. I go by the two-year calendar. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. It's like military time. <laughs> yeah, right. But I, I go. But years, uh, I go Hardcastle calendar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what uh, I think there actually, oddly enough, there may be some anniversary for Vietnam going on right there was now. Something happened. There, oh, really? Some, yeah, there's some Vietnam. Wow. I caught the tail end Itchy of uh, something. Uh, there was uh, there was the anniversary of the uh, Baldwin Hills Dam, mm-hmm. the 50 year anniversary of that breaking. You ever see that footage? Mm-mm. Oh, do yourself a favor. Yeah, uh, it's only about four or five days, but it's the old style, uh, uh, like newsreel type of. Uh, yeah, you know, captured by the uh, KTLA helicopter. Uh, you'll see uh, cars are swept away. <laughs> oh my god! It's and it goes right through my. Na- it's my neighborhood. Yeah, and so this dam broke. Uh, and they claim that is why we have such a uh, bad ant problem 
Oh, interesting. is because of that dam breaking. Some say there's no way that's the reason, <laughs> but others are like, why is this little pocket of area yeah. have more ants in L.A. than anywhere else? And yeah. I'm talking about, of course, uh, you know, uh, Paul Rudd and uh, <laughs> Ant Man. Oh no, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, parents, sisters. <laughs> sure. Yeah, per capita, it is. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so but look up that footage. It's. Uh, no, I will. It's interesting. Uh, uh, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> this week is the first full day of Operation of Operation Harvest Moon from the Vietnam War. You sound a little broken up about it. Yeah, you're okay. Back memories. I, I'm just glad you made it back okay. So, well, you know, I do the best I can for this country. I went to Vietnam, as we all know, in 1987 as a chaperone for a school field trip, and uh, uh, you don't know what I saw there, man. I don't, don't know what I saw there. A lot of drinking, probably. In 87? Well, the, the being a chaperone. 87 does not seem... Uh, was I old enough to be a chaperone for school field trip in 87? <laughs> yeah. I guess I would have been. 21. I was 21. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to bump that to 97. Become an adult. <laughs> yeah. Right? Who's going to let some 21-year-old asshole be a chaperone? No one's checking your birth certificate for this joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> But hang on, if I say I'm 42, <laughs> well, then it's crazy. That also, uh, none of yeah, that. Then you're 13. Yeah, this whole thing doesn't play out. Yeah. Hey, but you're right. Nobody's uh, pulling out the abacai. And although, uh, based on uh, other guests have met, have noted that you look so young, then maybe um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will. That's a good point. Be, be hung up on like he couldn't have been old enough to be a chaperone. All so. guests think I look young, except for the with the exception, of course, Ace Frehley. Mr. Ace Frehley, <laughs> where he uh, that man insulted me to my face through his dark sunglasses. I think that was the tint on his glasses no was question. making it. It's the tint. Yeah. No doubt in my mind it's the tint. He's got that special wrinkle tint. <laughs> Makes everybody look wrinkly. <laughs> I think that's also why he had trouble with that guitar. <laughs> that's why he keeps picking up grapes and going, ah, I love raisins. And then he eats them. Oh, no, don't bring raisins. up grapes. Don't bring me back to the, uh, no, I can't uh, tell that story yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a uh, private matter. It's a, pri- that's, <laughs> it's a private matter. Hey, speaking of a private matter, get the Doc Talk uh, song going. Uh, there we go. Speaking of a private Talking dogs with you, Cockrell. Well, special Cockrell shout out. Uh, I had the pleasure of watching uh, Kulops. Oh, uh, documentary. yeah, fantastic. I haven't um, had a chance to watch it yet. Boys are great. Yeah. Really, really oh, great. Cool. Really, wait. really, really well done. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait for the public to be able to see it. Yeah. Uh, really, really great. Cool. And um, Op. What? Cool. Cool. Uh Then I also watched, uh, which is also not privy to the public's eyes yet. The there's a documentary that uh, comedian Michael Alexander did about the Chicago comedy scene. Oh, cool. Uh, that uh, I am uh, lucky enough to be featured in, but it's also Tom Dreesen and Marshall Warfield and um, Jeff Garland, mm-hmm. um, Kyle Kinane is in it, and Mike Toomey and Vince Moranto and guys from the Chicago scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and bookers from that era are, are talked to, and um, it's kind of it's 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 interesting. It's a uh, especially for a guy like me who was in it mm-hmm. when the comedy boom happened in the uh, late eighties. But it goes a little bit before that and a little bit after that. But cool. it's really about that uh, late eighties, early nineties scene. That's great. Uh, Is that going to be at festivals or what's the? You know, that's a great question. I don't know. I know he just premiered it 
at Zanny's in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, but then he told me that uh, he wants to do some tweaks to it, and mm-hmm. but then he sent me a link so that I could watch what he premiered, nice. and uh, Danielle and I watched it, and Danielle, uh, who knows nothing about that scene, was entertained by it and found it interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think if, as a comedy nerd, I know, like, I, I would watch a documentary about every single city in America and their comedy scene during that period yeah, of time, right? or, any, or whatever, whichever period of time they were, act, you know, where it was booming. Yeah, it's pretty neat, it's and, uh, you know, Od- Bob Odenkirk is, uh, of course, uh, leaves a voice mail about how he's not available for interviews <laughs> uh but we talk about bob in there and uh, so on and so forth does it get into the ucb and walsh and besser and it does not because it focuses on the stand-up stand-up yeah, yeah. I just because when you started, that's Besser was doing stand up, right? As was Walsh. Yeah, but they but they were also doing uh, sketch work, right? Okay, you know, like uh, I believe Besser was also at I O mm-hmm. uh, Improv Olympic, I think, yeah. or maybe the Annoyance, right? Um, and Matt Walsh was definitely doing sketch at the Roxy. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to going up, but now when they would go up and do stand up, though, they were doing characters. Right. They were doing. Uh, they would go up at the open mics. Mm-hmm. And uh, do pieces. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, they weren't. Uh, so it was know, always really sketch, even though kind it's of. at an open mic or yeah. a, a stand up venue. Kind of like when you see Andy Daly. Yes, 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 yes. Doing a, a character. Uh, Besser closer to stand up than Walsh. Walsh was always uh, maybe a little more uh, uh, rooted in, in sketch. But uh, yeah, they were not, uh, you know, as I was trying hard to be Jerry Seinfeld, they mm-hmm. they were trying very hard not to be. <laughs> and to. Uh, and it, it, their success has proven it mm-hmm. and i of course am a f- miserable failure <laughs> what uh, come well, on that's happening I, look I, we look at our beautiful studio jimmy i, I appreciate I'm, what can't you be thrilled. it's gonna be even better when we hang those posters up there. i, I was know. so excited about uh, yeah. this idea that maybe uh, you had said a year ago and i told you i didn't like that idea <laughs> thought of it today as if it was a brilliant idea and to just uh, hang them on that thing i mean yeah. the, the viewer will never see it necessarily yeah but they uh, but i think it'll look nice it also absorbs some of the sound of your booming voice as you mm. shout at people i also just heard uh, uh the uh the thing that we did for rob kuttner mm-hmm. in here that uh the uh hopefully we'll go to series there you know i did oh, a pilot presentation yeah. did you get to see some of it i, I saw the uh, the uh, their selling tool is it like an animatic yes or? animatic oh cool and uh boy i wish i would have done a couple more takes <laughs> i talk too fast mm-hmm. and um um, they kind of wanted that, didn't they? They did, but there are there are times where um, if you don't know Jimmy Pardo's voice, you may not know. Like I, you know, you know, we all have our idiosyncrasies, the way that we mm-hmm. talk, and you know, I clip certain words, I kind of mar- marble mouth certain words, mm-hmm. and there, are, you know, you hear Andy Daly and Keckner and Andre Dubouchet, and uh, I forget what was the young lady that was in here that. She was really good. Oh, um, something Spicer. What? Uh, oh yeah. What was? Boy, she was great. Yeah. Oh. I, but you hear them in there. Alexandra? Is yeah. that crazy to say that that's what yeah, her name is? You're stupid. And it's crazy. really. I mean, if it's if it's not that at all, that's a big swing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be like it's Alexandra. Like I'm not like that's not a safe choice. Look, uh, uh, I just remember we met her. She was super nice, um, and uh, it was really fun. You know, to work with her for a little while here, and then. Um, and then I like was I just looked her up because she's an actress and I wanted to see what she had done and found out that her dad is Jimmy Spicer, who is like one of the forefathers of rap. Like, oh, is that right? He had one of the absolute very first hit rap records, uh, which was called Super Ryman or something. Angelina. Angelina. Hey, not <clears throat> so bad. What did you say? Alexandra. Not that again. I was in the ballpark. Yeah, but it's a swing, man. That's a miss. Yeah. Anyway, Jimmy Spicer. 
It's a bunt at least. <laughs> it's a bunt that gets. Do you know what a bunt is? I'm, I'm not yelling Lobster at you. Lobster Hillary is it's famous. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. One guy on Twitter says he likes the callback, and now we're gonna, never going to hear the end of Lobster O'Hallahan or whatever the hell it is. Boy, that was organic. i got to say. That time it was. That was Good for you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud If of that's you. your idea of organic, and I don't want to see what you're eating at home. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Yeah, this is like 70s, like before. Uh, what song? Give me a song, please. I think it's called. Su- he had you two, just said he it. Had two song- he had two songs. I think the big one was Super Ryman. Jimmy Spicer. Yeah, it's it was one of those. It's one of those records where it's just a guy rhyming for like seven to eight minutes continuously with no break. There's I don't think there's really a chorus. It's just a beat and him just going. This is before Sugar Hill Gang. It was like super super early on. Anyway, it's like. Uh, it was not because it was so early. It wasn't like a, I don't think it like made it to the uh, Billboard top forty, but it was a it was a hit in New York radio, I think. And um, and a lot of rappers talk about that being like a like the Beastie Boys actually talk about how that was like a huge deal to get to hear that on the radio and like kind of change their lives a little. Have bit. you listened to the Beastie Boys on Mark Maron's podcast yet? I have not yet. I saw that uh, they were on this week or last week, whenever the hell this episode drops and whenever his dropped. I will say respectfully because they're my favorite. Uh, group and uh, and Mark's a great interviewer. I've, I don't think I've ever heard or read a good interview with the Beastie oh, really? Boys. <laughs> so I, I'm going to temper my expectations on okay. that. Maybe it'll be great. But yeah, they um, I don't think I, I if I had to guess, I don't think they like opening up. Uh, it's it safe to say they let the music do the talking. <laughs> I think that's safe. Yeah. Um, but, they, you know, early on, they were just pranksters who were just they would always fuck with uh, journalists and stuff. Mm. That was their M.O. But then, but isn't that annoying? I mean, it was part of their brand. I get it, but yeah, it is. Of course, it's annoying. Yeah. But if you're a kid, you're like, ha ha, he got him. Like, or they got right. him. Uh, you kind of like that. Uh, when they got older and uh, ostensibly more mature, maybe it was kind of like I don't. They weren't really doing that anymore, but they were still being very cagey about things mm-hmm. and just kind of like you never really knew if an answer was honest or, Which is a, or, again, or a joke uh, yeah that's annoying even like on this this book tour they just did i felt like there were times when they would answer a question i'd be like i don't know if you're kidding mm. or if you're being sincere um and they were mostly being sincere in those interviews but i, saw I heard they were gonna change the name to the beastie men any truth <laughs> any truth to that uh, that that shouldn't have been said out loud <laughs> is that is that well the personally the audience will decide if well, they, they already have <laughs> the decision's been made <laughs> You could, you could hold your tweets. Yeah. Uh, but I will listen to it. I will listen to it. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what, like, I, I well, I heard them. I think we talked about it with Todd Levin and the Players Club. I heard them on LL Cool J's uh, Sirius XM show. He is, and I, I will again say this respectfully, <laughs> the worst interviewer in the history of asking questions to other people. Uh, it's not what he's made to do. He's not his job so he doesn't know what he's doing right it's not his fault he's a great rapper i think he's probably a good he's a good actor i'd say uh he's fine um but he should you know he's not an interviewer but yeah so that was that was atrocious when he interviewed them to that end matt and i'm sorry that i i, I, did, okay. I did the thing that i am angry of when somebody is finishing a sentence that i'm already planning on talking i don't hey, like that's it. what we do here uh it isn't <laughs> i try to listen and be respectful it's what you guys do <laughs> right I, that's what i'm saying that's what we do here <laughs> me elliot and garen that's what we do here um I, what was my point? Oh, it's to that end where you say, oh, uh, and this will sound like I'm, I'm directing this to Conan. I'm not because Conan has made his living being an interviewer. Yeah. Uh, this, this trend of 
uh, of famous people hosting podcasts, mm-hmm. um, actors, musicians, so on and so forth. Uh, and, and I know that our audience knows this, so I'm preaching to the choir. That doesn't mean they're good. Right. Like, it doesn't matter that, oh, oh I like that guy's an actor. That'll be fun to hear him talk to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's infuriating that uh, those people are getting a bigger audience because they're famous. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, and I think, our, and, and, and I'm going all over the place because I don't want to name names or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, but the exa- our show is the example. Like, there are people that nobody knew from this show. Mike Schmidt, Pat Francis, Gil Martin, even to a lesser extent, Paul F. Tompkins and Scott Ackerman. Like our, the Bob and Tom audience did not know who they were. They yeah. knew who I was. Right. And so just because you're famous doing something doesn't necessarily mean that you're the better person at that job. Yeah. And uh, so it's, it's annoying to see this this uh, influx of. Well, I, and again, I, I, I actually I like Conan's podcast a lot. I've listened I, to every episode. I, so I, Conan I'm, is not the. I, I, that's I'm, why I took him out of the equation. Yeah, I, I, but what I'm about to say might also even more so sound like I'm talking about him. But but what I feel is happening, which is kind of odd and and somewhat of a shame, is that um, when we started uh, getting into podcasting, the the idea was just by necessity or, or I think like just in general, we were doing it as an alternative to television interview shows and what was already out there, radio interview shows, like what people were used to hearing. Yes. Like we, we set out to provide like, and at least in my mind, like because I, when I was interviewing comics uh, on AST radio before we started never not funny, I felt like um, what you could do, in a podcast, which you can't do anywhere else, is just be very uh, laid back and and organic and conversational in a way that no other medium really allows you to do because there's always some uh, some necessity of time and space and and attention span. But in a podcast, you can be like, well, if, if you bother to download this and listen to it, you must care enough to. Uh, have some patience and just stay with us while we go wherever we're going to go. And so uh, it's ironic that these people from television are jumping into it and thinking, oh, this is this great new thing. And some of them maybe just intuitively grasp that aspect to it. But some of them, I think, maybe don't. And and they're kind of and and you're right they maybe they can get successful because of their their existing brand or their fame but i i think it's funny that like uh you know and again i i i like conan i like his show but it's like you can already see that on television in some form you can see it on his website in a lot of different forms and in, in like short form video um it's still fun to listen to because he's a hilariously funny person but uh, but there's there are other people getting into it like uh, you know Oprah has a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but but Oprah again Oprah and Conan to me are I, I'm I'm not they're not even part of my conversation. Yeah. That's what that's what they do for a living. Right. It's the people that don't do it for a living then that do yeah. uh, an impression of a talk show right. host. I guess I'm making a slightly different point, which is like uh, maybe they do want more the the freedom that podcasting provides them. But I I think that. Um, What's what's always been special to me about podcasting is that it isn't a TV interview. It's not a radio interview. It's it's its own thing. And you and I, I think, kind of figured it out as we went along, like what we wanted it to be. And everybody can make it what they want it to be. But what as a as a listener, what I never wanted it to be was what already exists in other media, because that is unnecessary. Like you can turn on. Uh, the television if you want to watch a very structured and produced interview and uh, that's you know so I don't know like I guess 
history will bear out whether people listeners care or not like maybe the maybe the truth is most of the listening audience in the world would rather things be more structured and would maybe. rather it be tighter but, but but again i think we're both we're, we're having two different conversations yeah, yeah i'm talking about the guy who is not structured yeah and who is who thinks that that because i'm right, a famous yes. actor yeah i can come into podcasting and to that effect if you're a famous actor publicist will go well go on so-and-so yeah. show they're famous and yeah. it's Annoying to see these mm-hmm. bigger name guests go on these shows that are right. quite frankly, I'll say it, unlistenable. Yeah. And that's why I'm not including Conan or Oprah, because that's what they do. Right. Because I think they're doing sort of a bad version of what we do. Yes. And what a lot of a lot of good podcasts do, which is have a just have an a, 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 like an organic conversation. Yes. But uh, they're not coming at it with the, I don't know with the same skill set I, I guess I, I, quite frankly, I don't know why they're coming at it that's the <laughs> other thing I don't know why well it's the same reason that uh, celebrities have Instagram accounts you know it's the same reason to that, show off their sandwich <laughs> yeah it's it's part of their branding and it's it's a way to you know cultivate their you're on audience. Insta right yeah I do it for the gram <laughs> I, I, I is this here later today maybe a little I think it's gotten longer well, obviously you, you hear about leon he is also getting larger yeah uh obviously hair grows as it yeah. as you does well you know my love grows where rosemary goes oh yeah love nobody grows. knows that though. nobody i keep it quiet except you yeah i guess you're starting to see a little bit of the roots which i actually i like i like that i one. think it looks great yeah thank you it looks better than ever he's excited michael carbonero's coming in here he's gonna right he's married he's a married man well michael carbonero out of luck you're out day late they like dollar short. Dollar short. Yeah. Well, in your case, uh, Patreon short. <laughs> <laughs> right? My uh, new book should be out soon, though. What's that? My new book will be out soon. There we go. <laughs> like you're probably enthusiastic year. clapping. Because it's been a very long time, and it's taking forever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Can you tell us anything about it? <clears throat> This is the um, kind of relaxed or organic conversation that we yeah. were just talking about. It's a it's a biography about a very famous baseball player. Oh my oh god. god. No. I will throw this lamp at your head. If you god, just completely up. negating your organic <laughs> use of it earlier. Uh, no, it's a and get rid of those napkins by the way. That's driving me bananas. We've got Bernie Mac coming in here. Why does it, it I don't know what to pat down? It's like a, a gothic fantasy. It's not horror per se, but it's mm. uh fun exciting but it's a novel it's not a it's not it's four novellas oh cool they make up one big long story like that uh like stephen king thing with uh mm-hmm. the Shawshank redemption in it yeah 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 but they're all it's all oh but they're one connected. thing they're all connected oh, cool. same characters same whatever it's yeah. just something i wrote and they're coming years. out in book form or uh yeah. electronic form if they said book first then ebook well, that's great so i should have a galley before the end of the year who's that your publisher publisher and yeah. who's that um give them a plug digital fabulists they're called more importantly what does the uh, kitchen on a submarine have to do with this don't they call that a galley is that oh fun? Wow. is that a fun use of, <laughs> is that a fun use of that word it is is that fun at all for anybody the silence that this room it, it took me a minute the I silence didn't. it was received with made me panic that i used the wrong word i didn't know which which thing he said you were referring to i was hung up on the fabulists yeah, I yeah. couldn't get out of that either. Like, what's a digital kitchen <laughs> and a submarine? Yeah. Galley. That was galley. Galley. Mm. Galley kitchen. That's the fun. That's one of those skinny kitchens. It's the fun I was trying to do. Galley kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Galley fun. Fun, fun, fun. Dead. Down Periscope. <laughs> Took the T-bird away. Um, could you ever go on a submarine? 
uh, like not not a for, tour, not a tour to like go in like and then go down. I could do it. Wait, wait, you ever do that one? You ever do that one at uh, Disney where you get to yeah. uh, the Nemo one? Many I guess times. now it is. Yeah, my son's scared of that. He, he he but that we went on it too early yeah he thought he, he believed we were really right right and it didn't know we were a foot underwater yeah it's um you're better off him not wanting to do it because it's pretty boring i kind of enjoyed it i mean it's kind of relaxing in a weird way but yeah. um once is enough i guess uh, is is my feeling we like we've done it a few times mm-hmm. in recent years and i don't, I don't need mm-hmm. to do it again <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that mm-hmm. whole area with that Autopia, which just well, Autopia is a this is a mess. Boy, is that a snooze? Let's 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 go ahead and replace those with electric vehicles, guys. It's it's time. They right? smell like lawnmowers <laughs> from the nineteen fifties. It's that's horrible. A good, that's a good point. It's it, it's just na- nauseating. Honestly, the smell is nauseating of of whatever type of engine they're using. Do kids still get a kick out of that? Do they still get a kick out of? I uh, remember my, driving a little car. My godson was obsessed with it when he was like five or something. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think they do. Yeah, because it's like I'm, I'm a kid and I can drive a car. Like right. that is a brilliant conceit for yeah. a ride. Uh, but but let's electrify those things. Let's, yeah, let's clean. Same it with go karts. Mm-hmm. Let's electrify those. I mean, the crazy thing is a go kart. Uh, but in both cases, an electric vehicle has so much more uh, torque and mm-hmm. can accelerate so much faster. Like it would be wild to have a go kart that's electric. I'm sure they make them, but like they would be scary fast. Couldn't you put a governor on it though? Governor? <laughs> couldn't I mean? Couldn't you? Uh, You're like a like a British gentleman. <laughs> no, you're governor. You know. To, yes, you could, and you should. Yeah. To uh, slow you down. Restric- I mean, I know what that speed. means, but it seems like Elliot looks confused. I saw what a governor is. Uh, what's a well, governor? I, speaking of Elliot, Tell I'm, Elliot I'm confused is? that he hasn't interrupted us <laughs> once in 24 minutes. This is it's a like record. A, it's like a new Elliot. What's going on, dude? Nothing. Are you upset with something? No. You tell you, a little are you sick? You are suspiciously <clears throat> quiet. I, I, I'm just uh, trying to follow. Is there some it's... internet chatter that we're not aware of <laughs> that uh, you are uh, responding to by not saying anything? No. No, I'm fine. Even your answers are, <laughs> are short. What's okay. going on? You're pert. I'm pert. Pert. Turt. Terse. Terse. You already said terse. Or Kurt. Wait, is Kurt. It Kurt. Kurt or Turt or terse. Either pert is not one of them. Yeah, pert. You might be pert. I don't know what's do, going on. Do you use pert plus? I chat? have in my history. What not. about Jehovah? <laughs> Why did you say that? Like He's my god. No, it's uh, it, was, it was supposed to be Dice Clay because uh, he does that whole bit about shampoo right. on his album. Oh, Elliot, that was funny. I'm sorry. That. What did he say? He said that's his god. That's my god. Jehovah. Oh, that's a joke. You know what? Go back to being quiet. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfair. Why? We're worried about you. All right, I will. I will. Uh, I will say this. Oh shit! Oh, what? There are electric go karts. Oh, there's at least <laughs> one place called K1 Speed, which I've been to. It's fantastic. Oh, cool. then why did you jump Where's in that? on that? Why'd you leave us hanging out here like a couple of dimrods? I don't know. Not I, even a word. I I listened to your comment of my interrupting too much, and I thought I would wait until I was called on. You know what? I appreciate that. I, but do the thing that you used to do where you got information about go-karts. I look over, your eyebrows raise. I go, yeah. oh, Elliot's got something on this. And then you bring it in. Don't go f- turtle. Don't go ostrich and sand. I think, well, I'm trying to make up for lost I think, time. I think it seemed, maybe he feels like we're sending him mixed messages. Because like you when he's, win. when he talks too much, <laughs> we yell at him. When he doesn't talk, we're like, what's wrong? Right, let's find out. Let's go to the locks, this son of a bitch. Does let's, he, yeah. Let's go right to... Can't do anything right. He, he was doing it right with the eyebrow raise. I'm ta- I bring it back. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> You're loving it now? 
Um, what? What song is that? I was doing Rocky. Yep. Uh, uh, I was doing McDonald's. And he was doing McDonald's. Oh. Um, Take so, it back. So they do have electric go-karts. Okay. There's a place in uh, Southern California called K1 Speed. I'm sure there are other places. Those are actually, I've never seen those. I've only seen them from the highway. And uh-huh. every time I go past, it's like, man, we got to do that. Oh. I didn't know they were electric. I yeah. just saw like the cool road. They're, in, they're indoor. Wait, what? Then that's not the thing I saw. My yeah, apologies. K1 Speed, the ones I've been to anyway are indoor. And so you kind of have to be electric. You ever go to K9 Speed where you just uh, get on the back of a dog and <laughs> run around a track? No, that's but fun. I, I've had K9 Speed. <laughs> See. Yeah, let's now go back to the... Now we reached the point. <laughs> now we there all we go. have the moment of okay. realization of Don't know. why did we complain? Why did we draw attention to it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should have... Okay. Anyway, they're super fun. And you can drift okay. in them, too, if you if you kind of can figure it out. Yeah. I look forward to... Uh, do, do, well, I played the... Mario Kart, so I know what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's so, a couple. There's one in Ontario. There's one in Orange County. Yeah, I think the Orange County one's the one we go past. Racer's yeah. Edge Indoor Karting in Burbank apparently Ooh, has electric... I know where that is. Yeah, it's across from the old uh, Toys R Us. And MB2 Raceway, their website mentions electric go-karts. Well, then that's something that we got one right here in Burbank. We should... Uh, I've been waiting for Charlie bring, to be old enough to do that. You don't think Zoe would enjoy that? Uh, she might. Let's bring the kids over there. Now we're at a point where Charlie would be upset if he's being excluded, but I don't think he's big enough. I'm trying to remember if we K1 speed how young you can be. I want to say it's 12. Oh. Well, then but I'm not sure. You should check it. Oh. Yeah, they are I mean, pretty fast. You got a you got an age thing on that Burbank place? Uh, let's see. Okay, that's open. Honestly, it's the kind of thing that I only think of it when I see that place. Right, and but I'm it's like, probably a blast. Oh. Someone asked a question: Can eight year olds ride? And they say yes. They have juniors that only go twenty five miles an hour. Oh, right. there you go. Done. That's pretty fast, honestly. Yeah, twenty five. Charlie, six, you, ever, you know, seven. when, when Oliver, six, uh, when seven. I've illegally had him use the uh, the scooters, yeah, those go sixteen miles an hour. That's fast. Yeah. That's fast. Well, you don't have to go 25 miles an hour. I do. You can have my <laughs> kids in there. He pedal to the metal, buddy. I put a brick on the <laughs> gas pedal. That's right. Did you have fun, son? <laughs> See you later. Maneuver that. <laughs> Make your turns. Um, it's all left turns, son. That's what I tell them. One of my ex-girlfriends is a big car nut, and that she introduced me to K1 Speed. And the one thing I will say is the, the best way to do it. The more you say can... K1 Speed, the dirtier it sounds, by the way. <laughs> right up to when you said the girlfriend was involved. Now I'm really, my mind is racing. Um, but uh, it's better if you if you can get a group. Because one of the times when, ah, we went to, right. when we went to Orange County, there were some schmuckos. And mm-hmm. I actually had to, to play blocker. I was at, because they were running into us. And they're not supposed to do that, but the but the, the, the ref wasn't doing a good job. So I was... Making, she went ahead of me, and I was basically doing the thing that a police car does to make the freeway yeah. stop. Ah. Yep, yep, just a zigzag. Uh, it was surprisingly satisfying to be a dick to them. <laughs> well, I mean, you, listen, you go to Orange County, you're, you, you've always got the uh, the schmuckos are huge down there. The uh, schmuckos are. I mean, you're lucky someone didn't punch you in the face and say, "Welcome to the OC." This is how we do it, bitch, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that guy said. I can't remember the line. That's our boy from uh, Nashville. Yeah, that's Will Lexington. Nashville. Old fun, new fun. That's how we do it in the OC, bitch. Uh, There's nothing in here about age. Limits, but they do need to be fifty inches tall to drive. Okay. Okay. Is Charlie got to see inches. over the? Charlie might not be fifty no, inches. Oliver's only fifty-one. Charlie, I thought Charlie's catching up to Oliver fast. <clears throat> Charlie's like I think forty-three or something. I'm I mean, forty-two. They, so they I know exactly what you're talking. About. <laughs> doubles where they can get like ride with you. Or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Right. Maybe. Maybe a little sidecar. Yeah, a little Batman Robin. Yeah. What about an Alpine slide? You guys, uh, what's the age limit on those things? I don't know what that skeleton. is. An Alpine slide. Uh, oh, that's uh, like the uh, when you the go. Skeleton. He 
Is that was well? It's one other thing. Yeah, like where I grew up at the um, the ski mountain, like the ski areas in the summertime. Yes, they would make these like concrete, um, sh- like little tracks, and they were kind of concave. And then you would get in a sled with, a, with just a stick. Yeah. And you push the stick forward to make the wheels go down so that you're going fast. And then if you lift it back, the sled drops and it, the brakes sort of engage on the just rubbing against the track. Mm. And uh, never met anyone who didn't get uh, a full body scab from <laughs> flipping over one of those things. <laughs> because the turns are insane and you can't just floor it the whole time. You have to, right. you know, adjust the speed. But you want to just go. Like the idea is just like, let's have fun. Um, but yeah, they're crazy. I don't know. They must have. There's no way insurance they, would allow that. Now. They probably don't even exist anymore or they've changed how they work or something. They know. had something similar in uh, Wisconsin Dells, the ski, mm-hmm. where they put a railroad rail oh. and you would control it. But, and but you're on a track that you can't go off of. You can't, but you also, but you control how fast and slow you go. That's cool. And if you are not paying attention or if somebody stops in front of you around a turn, which is what happened to me, mm-hmm. slammed into him, couldn't walk for two days. What? It jammed up and uh, we were on vacation and I literally was, was stuck in a hotel room while my brother and dad. Oh my God. Stepmom, I guess she was at don't, the time. Don't take offense to this, but is this why you're so short? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to uh, put some blame on that. Like you were actually 5'7". I was 5'7", it crunched me up. <laughs> and my dad just kept on making me, we, no sickos on vacation. No sickos. And it was it was horrible. Like my dad oh, man. was coming down the mountain and saw it. Yeah. And, and he jumped off his thing and started running down because right. he saw like that the paramedics were, Whoa. the medical team was taking me off the shit wait how old were you 12 wow it was it was bad damn it was bad yeah and uh again that's something that would never happen now like now they would there would be some of the top like a water slide like waiting until the last person's done before you get to even go right or you at least they'd have to be a certain but this but but again this is a ski thing so it's it's long it's long if you waited like you'd get one of every five minutes (laughs) okay so maybe you can't do that yeah but yeah i think i've seen on tv like ads for places they actually they might have that at big bear oh is that right yeah i would do it again in a heartbeat by the way i, I yeah. remember loving every second of it yeah until my <laughs> knees were around my neck <laughs> what so wasn't there like in new jersey a and we may have talked about this before an amusement park where there was like that action park and, exactly yeah. and then the flip thing which made no yeah. sense so and then they made that movie yeah it was awful yeah the movie yeah. was right the jackass movie that yeah. one yeah. Oh, God, it was terrible. It makes sense that's in Jersey. Everything's <laughs> legal in Jersey. Hey. <laughs> that's a Hamilton. Hamilton reference. We used to talk about that show a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hamilton? Hamilton. We used to talk about it almost every, every week uh, to uh, the point that we may or may not have lost listeners because of it. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny is I familiar. bet some of those people in the meantime, because I, I, I still hear about people who are like just getting into Hamilton, which is kind of amazing. But, you know, it's touring. It's going around. It's in Hartford, Connecticut right now because yeah. my... Uh, my, my brother-in-law is a is he a vice principal? He's an administrator at a at a school and got to go to the Eduham. You know how they do that? I don't. Eduham is the thing that they do where like a a whole bunch of kids from a school, like high school kids, get to go to a special matinee of Hamilton. It's just oh. them. It's no. It's like no one else is allowed in, but it'll do it on like a Tuesday afternoon or something. And uh, because he's like an administrator, he got to go with them to see Hamilton, which is pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, very jealous of that. Although I've seen it. Now. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's still a pretty cool way to see it. You spend zero money. You still get right. to see a, the real production. I mean, it's yeah. it's a touring company, but they're great. 
Um, all right, listen, I'm, uh, I'm only uh, jumping here because we have way too many pieces of mail. To yeah, yeah, up. let's do it. The mail is here. Should we show these, though? Yeah, show this. The mail is here. The mail is here. 69. Up top, my brother. Hey, what? Yeah, you get hurt today. Uh, this is technically also mail because our, our friend Marissa from Podswag dropped these off today. We got, we got the Glug and Lazy Queen t-shirts in stock. Uh, we got ours. We're holding them up for the video viewer uh so yeah go to podswag.com slash never not funny if you want to get a, a t-shirt i recommend the lazy queen because we have a bet going that that'll sell better than glug <laughs> i went to another drag show last night and i could have very easily we're going to talk about that later garen right now you shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to talk about you to another drag show which is apparently your new hobby um, free tickets we have to open up uh, the mail uh, i'm sure what you do it's is here. fascinating no note no one no one this is from this. Uh, taylor young oh yeah uh he sent a note he has uh, put us on his uh, company's mailing list i'm opening these up because they're uh, they're going to be treats oh. and so uh these are some uh, i'm told some uh, delicious uh, chocolate cookies whoa of some sort they're individually wrapped cookies that looks delicious they're, they're already pre-cut in half for you well no just one is it's broken i think <laughs> you just broke it actually as you, <laughs> i did i actually you, did. was fine and then you anyway those it. look good we'll eat those in the break and this is from the Mandel Young uh, Chocolatiers, their lawyer company. And uh, good man. Taylor Young's always in Thanks, the uh, Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League, uh, which uh, we'll talk about in the Players Club, about the, the new season of that soon. Okay. Uh, all right. That's one piece of mail. That's uh, some treats for the uh, off-air. And then uh, here's another one that came in uh, recently. Uh, this is uh, from Aaron Evans out of St. Louis, Missouri. This is to the Never Not Funny studio. If you ever want me... Oh, I think our guest is here. All right, Garen, go uh, explain why you're here. If you want me oh, to good. stop giving our address to people, just let me know when the right time to do that. I, I enjoy getting the mail. I okay. enjoy... It seems uh, like we have a backlog all of a sudden. Just wanted to send you a snack since you may not be able to get any in L.A. Riverdale must not be popular here in St. Louis. So you know what's coming here. Oh, boy. Uh, because Jingle Jangle is everywhere. Yeah. I'm on my second sitting uh, at home. Thank you for so much. Uh, thank you so much for all the entertainment you provide twice a week. I've been lucky enough to see Number Not Funny live three times and have already had my tickets for the March show at Helium. Again, thank you so much for uh, making me laugh all the time. Happy holidays, Aaron Evans. Aaron, you're my hero. Here's what happened. I got some for the office. But then uh, I was going to a Christmas party and I was like, damn, I don't have anything to bring. I got to bring this jingle jangle. Yeah. So then we didn't have. And then and then I never saw it again. That was the one time I saw it at Trader Joe's. Well, we got some here. First and last. So now we got uh, now we got too many uh, Aaron, treats. You're the man. Thank you so much. I might be a lady. Oh, is it E-R-I-N? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. My lady. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what did I even say? My man. Uh, you said my man earlier. Yeah. Uh, okay. You're the man. You said you're the man. Uh, you're the woman. All right. Here we go. This is uh, from uh, Austin Brungart. Yeah. We know him. He's out of uh, La Mirada, California. Is our guest here, Garen? Yep. All right. Yep. All right. I think Austin used to come to all the flapper shows, if I'm not. I think so. Here's the uh, the letter. So let me uh, open that. Let me read the letter, Matt, before you uh, reveal what's in there. I will. And this is, uh, oh boy, I've got to get the, Matt? Hello, Matt. Dear Jimmy, Matt, 
Garen and Elliot, I will try to be brief as I have uh, told the four of you many times in person, previous letters or via social media, how wonderful and important you all are in the show are to me. While I'm certainly not the only, oh, here we go. Get ready. Well, I'm certainly not the only Trader Joe's employee who is also a Never Not Funny fan. I'm declaring myself the senior member of that distinction. As such, I need to continue the tradition I started two years ago, but forgot about last year and continue to supply my favorite podcast with one of mine and their favorite treats. Apologies if junky sugar food is not part of your plan today. The metal tin should uh, make a cool sound if you decide to fling it into the garbage. Once again, thank you for all the years of entertainment, laughter, and even therapy. You truly are the best. Austin. Uh, and if you are looking at the video, you know what's already here, or maybe you're just smart people. You figured out what it is. More jingle jangle. More jingle jangle. Gonna do a little ASMR with it. Why, Jesus Christ, the door. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh my God, he just barged in. All right, Michael Carbonero has just walked in. Michael, we're opening up some mail. I apologize that that's happening while you are uh, major. Uh, boy, we're right, he's right on time. It's us that are running yeah, a little late. It's true. Uh, I assume that he's there. The thing with Michael Carbonero is he may walk here, say, then I'm going to look up and he's going to come in from the door behind me. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm going to get to the bottom of that. I think his entire show is done with camera tricks. <gasps> I don't think it's magic. I think it's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what did he just do? He just did like a he just did a, strike to the camera. It look more like a Hitler move. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> that looked that looked Nazi like Michael. Don't bring that nonsense in here. I haven't signed yet. Well, sign now and get it over with. <laughs> Boy, do I love Michael Carbonero's voice. I love his voice. I love his shoes. All right. All right well, I guess we're all on board there. I'll, I'll fuck his voice. You <laughs> fuck his shoes. Wait. No, I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jordans. <laughs> I don't know if I like them that much, but... Uh, all right, Michael Carbonero is here. Uh, we got one more package. We'll open that up on the next uh, Players Club. Okay. And uh, since that was the one that just showed up today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you think it's just more jingle jangle? <laughs> what if it is? What if it's just a box of jingle jangle? Uh, you know, if I, by the way, I mentioned my spurs in the past, right? Yeah, they go jingle jangle. That's right. Uh, all right, Michael Carbonero is here. He's taking time away from making people look foolish at a jewelry shop. <laughs> oh, <that's so> <laughs> Uh, Michael, I'll say it now and I'll tell you a hundred times throughout this show. Uh, your show may be our favorite in our house as a family. Is that right? We love it. My son, Oliver, uh, loves magic. He loves you. Uh, uh, I, in fact, I didn't even tell him you were coming in here today because I didn't want to ruin his day um, right. in advance because he had to go to school today. I was hoping that they, I, I was hoping that when we booked you that his uh, vacation started today. Yeah. And that he could join us uh, which it, here. Which it does for some kids. Yes, it LA, does. So it's cra- It's even worse that he isn't off. I know. Because there's probably, you probably know a lot of kids who are off today. But I don't know, I don't know that many kids other I, than my I child. I know what you do in your spare time. I don't know that many kids. <laughs> you do a lot of charity work. You're out there with the children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I Playing am. tetherball. In fairness, I am. Yeah. Uh, before we go to a break, I will tell you that we did go see, and we'll talk about it at length, uh, uh, saw the Spider-Man movie yesterday. Yeah. And so while we were waiting in line, I kept saying to the kids, like an annoying uncle to all the kids waiting to go in, I go, what do you guys see in the mule? <laughs> what do you guys see in the mule? And I said it so many times, it made me laugh every damn time. The kids had no interest in talking to me. No. What do you guys see in the mule? Did He's, Oliver like that joke? Yeah. Okay. Yes, of course that's he does. He thinks his dad's great. Yeah, but sometimes he he's not a, on board with your humor. Does he? Is he still? Is he enjoying? Are you still doing the Elf on the Shelf thing? By the way, no. Okay, no, he's out there. We put him on the tree. Because uh, for those just tuning in, he now knows the 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 jig is up. The jig is up on stuff. Santa Claus, and the jig's about to be up on magic with having Carbonero here. <laughs> Never. It's an exposure show. <laughs> 
What? This is an exposure. Yes, I'm the I'm the masked magician, and I'm about to ex- signed an exposure release. That's right. You're out. Uh, yeah, I, but but you were still insisting on moving it around. Right. I was ga- I was gaslighting him. Yeah, just to be funny, which I don't think he appreciated. Right? No, he kind of did. Oh, okay. He kind of. Uh, it was just he didn't know why it was happening, yeah. but he kind of. Uh, Kept on going, Dad. Why do you keep doing it? I know it's. I know it's you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we might have kids listening to this because Carbonaro is. Uh, now the jig's up, oh, boy. Well, all they know might, might have to put a disclaimer at the top of the show. They'll be swearing, Hitler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might. We might have to put a little disclaimer. What about? Uh, what I was going to say is that the, the reason why the jig is up is just that he found out that you guys aren't good people, and that's why Santa doesn't come to your house for real. That's right. <laughs> that's the only secret that's been revealed to that's him. That's right. He, the, Santa still goes to other houses. That's right. Although we had uh, some two young kids in here earlier. Marissa, uh, Marissa from uh, Airwolf Podswag brought her mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. who are just adorable. Mm-hmm. And I asked the young girl, Santa Claus, come, and she goes, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what do I love? I like the edge. Uh, yeah. It's an interesting... They may be agnostic. I didn't uh, dive that deep. Uh, All right. Michael Carbonero is here, and uh, we're thrilled that he's here. Uh, We're going to take a break. We'll be back uh, right after that. Hey, we're talking about ButcherBox. Oh, yeah. Now, ButcherBox delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, Mm -hmm. free-range organic chicken, and heritage-breed pork. Matt, I'm talking about ButcherBox. Yeah, I got I got a box from ButcherBox. Um, it was fantastic. Uh, th- did you get a variety of curated meats? I did. Yeah, I got a couple steaks. I got some chicken breasts. I got some bacon. Oh, yeah? All really delicious. I understand Charlie, uh, he's got an order of eating things, right? He uh, started with the <laughs> pancakes because he wanted to save the bacon. What, what's, what happened? Uh, you're talking about something I don't even know about, but he, he does eat that way, yeah. He, he, he goes. He goes around the plate. But he had a re- his reasoning was great. Like he uh, <laughs> sa- uh, did saving the easy stuff for last, or <laughs> wants to do the complicated foods first. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah it's, it's not about favorite to least favorite or vice versa. He's not saving what he likes best for last. It's it's yeah. It's very it's very odd. But, but he likes the bacon uh, that you got from ButcherBox. He loves bacon. Yeah, and, and this yeah. was delicious. He likes the ButcherBox bacon. Triple B. Um, Listen, you can customize your own box to get exactly what you want and what your family loves. All the meat is delivered right to your doorstep in an individual vacuum-packed biodegradable package. Yeah. Each box comes with at least 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual-sized meals. Yeah, it's great. You throw them in the freezer and you throw them out when you're ready. No, but Matt, in your case, you got maybe you got some hamburger patties. Mm-hmm. You get some hamburger patty, you get the bacon, you make yourself a bacon cheeseburger. That's right. They also I forgot. They did also send those, yeah. Mhm. It is conveniently, uh, it's incredibly convenient. You can choose your delivery frequency with a customizable subscription. Cook with the peace of mind knowing this. Butcher box meats come from humanely raised open pasture animals that are never fed antibiotics, hormones, or fatty fillers. Why are you so angry about it? I want you to know. I want to, I want to give you the peace of mind in a very aggressive way. Yeah, it's, it's, it almost sounded like you would rather the animals not be treated very well. At the end of the day, it's the circle of life. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. It's the uh, well. This is, I think this. Well, is, what is that? What's the phrase? I can't think of the phrase. My mind is uh, playing tricks on you. No, it, the, 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 not not hierarchy. What food? The food pyramid? Yeah, no, no. The, uh, the food chain. Survival of the fittest. What's it called? What's what, what's that phrase? Where oh the the animal eats the bug, we eat the animal. What what the heck is Food chain. Is it yeah, just food chain? Food chain. You already said it. All right. Listen, I outthink myself sometimes. Uh, listen, the website is very uh, easy. Matt, you found it uh, to be very uh, easy nice. to navigate. Yep. 
And I mean, I think if you've ever used another like delivery food service, you're now familiar with the idea of these like boxes with the yeah. the freezing. So it's like if it gets delivered in the middle of the day and you don't get home until five or six, it's no big deal. It's still going to stay frozen, ready to go when you get home. Did you find, Matt, the quality of meat? Now, listen, I did not participate in this because of my... Uh, food as much as I, if you invited me over to eat these meats, I'd be the first guy there. Yeah, you would love them. But, uh, you know, we can't cook in my home uh, because I'm a nut job. Uh, but you, 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 you saw the quality was a good quality. Yeah, I mean, it's delicious. The ease of the delivery. We already talked about that. The packaging, the timeliness, everything mm. you enjoyed. Yeah, I, I like things. I mean, when you go to I, I shop mostly I don't know, I guess I shouldn't say where I no, grocery shop mind your business but I will say that like I don't have I'm not always like super psyched about the the protein there and so it's it's nice to be able to get good quality uh, steak or chicken or whatever you need to get and it just comes right to your house mm-hmm. and you know like they're saying you know that it's grass-fed you know it's humane you don't have to wonder about that stuff where like if you go out into a store you don't really know what you're getting you, you see labels and you're not really sure what the terms mean anymore this is something you can trust and know that it's just going to show up there you don't have to there's no legwork you don't have to drive across town to the specialty store that carries the stuff you want what about this i'm talking about butcher box yeah um, well, I was talking about butcher box. Oh, it seems like you're just jumping on the bandwagon. Well, I, well, again, I wish I cooked because I would enjoy this butcher box. I know. And here's a here's a why. Here's a why. Hey. Here's a why. Uh, and your son's gonna love this mm-hmm. for free bacon. <laughs> yeah. And twenty dollars off your first box. Mm-hmm. Go to butcherbox.com/pardo and then enter the code pardo. Okay. That is butcherbox.com/pardo. Enter the code pardo. You're gonna get. I t- already told you this. I'm gonna tell you again. You're mm-hmm. gonna get free bacon mm-hmm. and twenty bucks off your first box. Can't wait to do it. I, I need more of that sweet sweet bacon. Uh, I'm talking about butcherbox. Butcherbox.com/pardo. Enter the code pardo. Butcherbox. A better way to meet. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2319. Michael Carbonero is here. Michael, of course, has got the great show over on True TV, mm-hmm. uh, The Carbonero Effect, which is, I've already mentioned, probably the, our favorite show in the house. Yeah. We love that. We also love uh, the Nicole Byer over on the Netflix. Nailed it. Uh, nailed it. We enjoy that. Family Fair, we call that, Family Michael. Stuff. <laughs> and we love it. God, I, yeah. I, do you do, do you ever, uh, have you ever been hired to do a book on tape or anything? No, I'll do that. Why don't you? Your I'll voice is just so you soothing. Like and I love it. Yeah. I, yeah. I know I'm like lulling people in their households because they, <laughs> they run it so much on True TV that my voice is just going through people's brains and homes. Yes. And it's wonderful. Thank you. And then it's, then, it's then you go off the air and I gotta be, I'm jarred by the impractical jokers. I got those guys <laughs> yelling at me unnecessarily. They scream. Leave me alone. The good guys. I don't know those guys. I met them once. They seem like uh, good guys. And our mutual friend, Jeff Johnson, yes. uh, does some work with them uh, as well. So uh, yeah. uh, I guess at some point I'll be forced to go see their show. Their uh, live show. They do arenas yeah. and stuff. Oh my gosh, they're like huge. Yeah, Gigundo. Right? Sold out Madison Square Garden. Damn. Yeah, these boys are... Doing pranks! Having a blast. Now, have you ever seen their live show? Yep. Remember, this is going out live to the world. Yes, I have. And it's, it's entertaining. Awesome. You yeah. love it. You it's great. About it. So what do they do? They... I know that's not what you're here to talk about. <laughs> this is what I'm here to talk about. <laughs> Contractually by True, I'm okay. here to talk about the yeah. Practical Jokers live show. Yeah, um, and then we'll move on to Adam No, they, they come out and they goof with each other. They're improvising with the audience. They show some clips you haven't seen before, and they're themselves. Like, they're the guys that you've come to see, and it's packaged really well. They, they do a nice job. They do a nice job. And okay. they come strolling in, like, two minutes before the show. Jeff told me this. I, you know, that sometimes they'll literally be like, is, is, is he going to make his murder going to be here? And then whoosh, they'll just like walk through, toss a jacket on and go out on stage. Really? Wow. As a magician, I do live shows, but I've got 
we're like there hours setting up all the little right. magnets and threads and things. <laughs> yes, mirrors. Right, the mirrors. Trap the smoke, doors. You got to get them all aligned. Yeah, right, because it's not real. Magic's not real. Come see, come see me live, bruh. Well, I don't like that character at all. Okay. Um, well, you started it, you know. I, I can't wait to see you live. And I mean that sincerely. Yeah. We, I'm uh, right here. Well, yeah, but, I, but you're not doing anything mystical yet. <laughs> oh. With your yeah. crystal ball. Got him. Boom. Okay, okay, he's back. I'm back? Yeah. Uh, anyway, watch the. if you're not watching the Carbonero Effect, you should be watching it. It's nothing but joy. Uh, he puts on little, it's, it's like undercover boss, puts on little costumes, and, <laughs> oh, he, yeah. and he fools you into thinking that he works in a certain place or... Uh, Candy camera with magic. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Is that how you pitched it? Yeah. Candid camera with magic. I mean, that, that's what candid camera was. They were, he, he was doing weird magic tricks in a way, too. You know, he'd stump, you know, Alan Fund, of course. Right. He'd stump, uh, you know, mechanics thinking that, you know, a woman would drive in with a car to a mechanic shop and say there's some strange noise under the hood. And they'd lift up the hood and the car has no motor. Right. And you've got all these real mechanic guys gathering around being like, how the heck did you just drive here? So, yeah, I came from my house. And, you know, they really and then they would show the secret. That's the difference is they would like let you in on the secret. So they showed they were just like pushing this woman inside of a car down a hill uh-huh. so that she could pull into a gas station. <laughs> but the illusion was perfect. And they so that one's a fun gig. And you're doing that with that. Uh, but again, you don't uh, reveal More, what you're doing. Don't reveal what we're doing. No, but there's a lot of camera work, right? There's a lot of trickery. You're not really well, doing anything. Absolutely doing I real stuff. No, it's I'm real. Silly. Oh, good. Yeah. No, I mean, look, we're very um, we're, I edit the show, you know, and it is edited. Well, I've got seven cameras rolling at any point. So six of them might be catching the trick. Sometimes all seven of them catch the trick. But if I fool that person, that's all that matters. I got to fool that person's eyes who's in front of me. Right. So sometimes you might have to do an insert shot or, of of course, the way we cut, you know, cutting around, seeing how the trick is done so that you can experience it the way the person's. And that's what it it. is. We're experiencing it the way the person is live. You're not doing anything to fool. like uh, No, no digital camera trick. That's I couldn't. Although, look, look, if we want to get into it. I do want to get into it. Let's get into it. I'm not sure what we're getting into. Yeah. Let's get deep. But let's do it. Gary, okay. we're getting into it. Let's get in. This is the real deal. Well, like, because people will say, you know, if I was in court of law and they were like, have you ever used digital trickery? The, the truth is, yeah. Now, here's why. We, we, I performed a trick. I don't want to say the tricks. So I'm going to protect the secret. But it was a, it was a, a trick that the secret was, was invisible thread. There's this thread that you cannot see with the naked eye. I performed an illusion out in bright sunlight, two inches away from some woman who freaked out watching something. But then when we watched it back, the cameras, these HD cameras, can pick up what the eye can't see. Ah, wow. So, I, first of all, I don't know why we're making cameras that can see better than the human eye. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we slow that down? Sure, agreed. I mean, you know. <laughs> so, we had to kind of like blur a little bit to get rid of what you could okay. see with the naked eye. I so, think that's fair. Well, that but, you know, is it a digital, was it a After Effects? You know, that's what they call the program that makes it. Yeah, we did. We blurred it out a little so that. Mm. But you know but what? Just I'm, to bring it to, in line with what the person it has, has to be a real person, yeah. really being fooled, and yeah. then you want to go through that experience too. So everything else is fair game. I mean, everything you do on there is. You've never, you've not seen the program. I'm sorry to say, I've not seen. It. I'm going to check it out. I think Charlie and Zoe would love it. I yeah. mean, it's really. I mean, he's great, and I mean that uh, mm-hmm. whether Thanks. he's in the room or not, he's you've said he's wonderful. He's charming, yeah. uh, funny, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we try not to magic. make people feel bad. That's it's actually a that's good, good, kind, yeah. spirited show. Yeah. 
Um, and there's a line though, because we some of them get scary, you know. Like I love horror. I mean, I was like a special effects artist before I was a magician, so I love scary movies and horror. And a lot of our pranks go into that like voodoo ghost <laughs> weird zone, so people do get freaked out. Yeah, and I have to kind of ride them along the line before they get too terrified. But people have gotten pretty freaked out. What happens when 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 you're done? So I, I, I'm thinking about the one that was in a it was, a, it was like a swap meet or something like that. Right, and right. You were changing something on the table. Do you then when when you're done, do you reveal, hey, we're doing a we're doing a hidden camera show because you kind of you guys don't ever show that kind of reveal. It kind of just the next person comes in. Right. You, the, we show some reveals. I I would show way more of them. But the uh, the network likes less reveals we're showing a few throughout the episode here and there but always the last trick is is a grand you know exp i show them tell them on camera that they're on the show right. and you get to watch them kind of wrestle through that but um no everyone has to get told because they have to sign the release oh i guess that's true. They've good point. Sign the release. and has anybody ever gone no i don't i'm not going to sign that you made me look stupid has that ever happened yeah it has yeah yeah people well they didn't quite say they made me look, that that's always the initial gut reaction fear in our world like you've been taped and you didn't know it. Of course, you're going to be like, wait, what did I do? Am I stupid? What did you make me do? Because a lot of the <laughs> yeah, right. hidden camera shows have done that where it's like, look what, you know, look what you would do when no one was looking. But uh, I have to usually show them a clip of the show oh, you do? Okay. And, and let them see, like, look, you know, if if you were fooled, then I did a good job. Like, yeah. It's like we're doing real magic techniques here. So you should have been fooled. You're not an idiot. Like that was pretty well done. You know, right. we'll, we'll um, for the hundredth episode, we have some lady who's coming on who totally, I could tell she wasn't buying it. And it was this really big grand scheme prank. <laughs> and uh, I, where, well, it was two phases, because you gotta kind of get somebody on, on board. You gotta hook them into believing something. So we were doing a photo shoot at an ice hockey rink. And the first step of it is we, we told her that we accidentally rented the wrong lights, that these are actually some science lights that are done for electron microscopes, so they're way too intense and they were melting the ice earlier and we had this whole section marked off with cones and she's like, oh, so we have to be very careful. So I have her holding a light meter and I have her put it down on the ice and we go back and we take a picture and I say, go get the ice, uh, the light meter and when she goes over to get the light meter, right where she put it down on the ice, it is now trapped under the ice, right where she put it, the, re the actual light meter, solid under, mm -hmm. and she's totally in. Well, the next phase of the trick was the hockey player that we were doing the shoot for gets trapped underneath the ice. So he vanishes <laughs> just in a big flash, boom, he's gone. And she saw him under the ice, and then you see her face, she's like, believing it, believing it, and then you see her like, no way. Uh -huh. And it was a big reveal that was supposed to happen. I was supposed to like churn him up with a Zamboni and get him to come crumbling out of the ice, and it was a <laughs> stunt man doing it, and I had to drive this thing to make it work, and the reset was so long. So I'm like literally talking to the producers on the earpiece, like, should I go through with this? I don't think she's she's not buying And I just turned to her, and I'm like, you're not buying this, are you? And she's like, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, so she out? And then you bring somebody new and it, you do it for somebody different? I did, yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah. She was, I think she was after the one that actually made it to air okay. as the guy. And he's great. And he goes through the whole thing. And it's it's awesome. But she, it's a beautiful reveal. Because she's like, I don't know how you did that. That was done so well. But I know there's no way he's under the ice. <laughs> so. Right. There's no way. How do you screen, do you screen people? Like, what's the process of finding marks? Yeah. Well, most of the show is if it's in a, a regular location that's just someone coming into whatever store or a mm. library or something, that's the golden ticket is when it's just somebody on their regular path of their day happens to stumble into me. That's right. that, that's where we get the most gold from. Mm -hmm. But those larger pranks, you know, we'll hire, you know, like uh, we'll call a, an electric company and be like, hey, do you want to send someone over? We might tell the boss and tell them like, listen, do you have any guys you want to send over for this electrical job? You know, and here's what's really going to happen. And okay. they'll set them up. And we try to ask if they know of the show. 
and you know we'll hire day temps to come in to do like set up for a party like they might be like setting up tables and chairs at a VFW hall and then we'll say oh could you go help Michael in the other room with this and then well a ghost comes out of a coffin <laughs> or whatever you know <laughs> um, and uh, boy, I, I had another question. Uh, you uh, based on what you just said, damn it! Are How do you marks? set up the marks? Oh, do, How do, do you not get arrested? Do people ever recognize you? <laughs> yep. Like, like, yep. 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 Uh, oh, and you're the Cabernet. Yeah, guy. you can see. I see it in their face right away. I usually okay. like run and hide. <laughs> Although we're, I did a trick with some fans. We actually had fans set up fans. Okay. So that we did a thing like, well, they, they thought they were watching the Carbonaro effect on a TV, and this crazy wild transposition happens, and I like end up in the room with them. It's really cool. So yeah, I don't doubt it. It's neat. It's a good and it's a great show. And it's on True TV, and it's on. I'm going to say every every minute that uh, Guy Branum or uh, yeah. Conover or the uh, Radical Jokers is not on are not on. Right, right. right? Those are the we're four. the glue. We're the glue that holds them together. <laughs> yeah, right. We're just the filler in between Adam and the Jokers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My son's also enjoying Adam Conover's show. He's, uh, it's a great he's show. enjoying that a lot yeah. now too. He's cool. Yeah, uh, hates Guy Branum's show. Hates <laughs> it with a passion. That's not true. Made that up. Uh, all right, let's say hello to uh, Garen Cockerell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk, sponsored by dogpile.com. Hi, Garen. Hello. Now, Garen, over the weekend, you went, uh, You uh, once again, your your new hobby is you're going to drag shows. <laughs> yeah. I and went you to went to see this Trixie Mattel again? No, that was last week. Oh, I like Trixie. You, you, you like Trixie? <laughs> mm-hmm. You and I are the only two. We're out. We're not in on Trixie Mattel. We're old, white, gold, straight Hilarious. guys. We don't get it. Yeah. No, he was in the audience. Oh, so he's in the audience at the yeah. show you went to over the weekend. Yes. Yeah, you that. tweet out how oh, yeah. how beautiful he is off camera or something. I said he's very cute out of drag. And he responds to you <laughs> by saying, put the gun away and fuck me. Wait, what now? Whoa, what? That's what Trixie yeah. Mattel says back to Garen Cockrell via, via Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Wait, the gun? Yeah, what does that mean? I don't, I don't know what that means. It's I, a joke. I, I feel like it's Was a, that after the show, like uh, it, on Twitter? I, I literally saw that when the lights went down, so I couldn't respond to it until later. So I just did that funny gift thing that I put on there. If you saw that, I did see that. Um, but just sort of yeah. as a gift, like fizzle response, like yeah, I'm responding, a, but let's not talk about what that is. No, no, it was a like a kid in a toy truck just speeding like off. Oh, that's right. It was a kid like you know doing a wheelie going away. Yeah, it was actually uh, a good response. <clears throat> I'm good with the gift game. You are not bad with the gift game. I'll tell you that. Yeah. In our text chain, you you often bring in the, I, I the gift game. I enjoy a gift. Yeah. Like yeah the, let's keep uh, that on Twitter and away from the text chain. <laughs> uh, you didn't like the, the the Shiba Inu that's welling up? The what? <laughs> Shiba Inu? Yeah, I did. Uh, it I, looks like it's about to cry. I do like his gift game. Yeah. I don't like the phrase gift game. No, we don't. None of us want to hear it again. That's for sure. Uh, Sorry, like gift I think game? it's catchy. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the good no. problem. No, never. Gif. Oh, is it? Uh, are you? Now you said you know this Trixie Mattel. Are you going to these drag shows as well? Is that something uh, that you have uh, gone and enjoyed? I have gone to some drag shows in my day. Uh, I haven't seen Trixie live or on Twitter, but I uh, <laughs> watch RuPaul. So. RuPaul's Drag Race. And is she from that? I don't. Yeah, or yeah. he from that? I don't know what to do in this scenario. It's a gentleman don't who dresses yes. in a costume. Dressed as a lady. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I he, think it's she when he's in, or she's in Trixie Mode. Okay, so she is yes. from RuPaul's program. Yeah. And now has this huge following that uh, you... Country it, album, which is fantastic, believe it or not. I, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> okay. It's great. And uh, yeah, so he was in the audience last night as... Yeah. What about the actual show? Let's 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 take the tension off of Trixie for a second. Was it a good show? Yeah, it was Jinx Monsoon and Bendel Creme, two other drag queens. The best. 
doing a Christmas show. You're lucky to have been there. I was. It was fantastic. Yeah, it, it was at the Malta Who else was there? My husband my follows RuPaul's Drag Race like insanely. It's so great. He'd, okay. he'd be jumping up and down. Your husband's I, named Peter, I want to say? That's right. I got that right. Was a psychic thing? Yeah, I know a little something. Wow. <laughs> I'm the uh, Dennis. Uh, he has no, no internet in front of him or anything. No, I just, uh, I know something. And uh, let me see if I can pull the last name. It begins with an F? No. It doesn't? No. Hang on, what's it begin with? It rhymes with F. What it begins with rhymes with an F. <laughs> S? Yeah. Uh, Peter, it's like Sichter. Ooh, so close. S right? Peter. Stick. Stickler. Oh. Stickles. Stickles. Oh, I don't like that. Stickles. <laughs> stickles. Come on, Stickles. The Stickles grows on you. Uh, well, for Whoa. you it did, certainly. How long have you been with this gentleman? 12 years. A, a dozen. Yeah. And yeah. you've been married for four years? Something like that. Yeah, four or five. All right. Yeah, I don't think guys care as much about the number. I don't know. Really? Uh, we both... Uh, well, you're both guys. Yeah. So one of you has to care. <laughs> well, well, we care. But like when people say, how long have you been married? We both look at each other like, uh... Right. Really? Yeah. I, I count every second that I've been married. I'm... Well, proud of it that's one of the reasons i i i uh i married the i've been with my wife since college yeah but we and we were together for years before we got married but we got married uh in the year 2000 because i was like one of the reasons was like i will always be able to remember what how many years it's been that's it's, like, a good it's very easy math for me that's why i got married on 9 11 2001 <laughs> so i would always remember <laughs> never forget what day yeah. I, I knew i had some intel sure uh well, wait so you i was well aware of what was wow. going to happen that day what's wait <laughs> Mm -hmm. Hold on now. Yeah. We've got a magician in the room. Yeah. What exactly are you saying? I'm saying that. And I, I don't have no idea what I meant by that. <laughs> I don't either. What does that mean? There's a magician in the room. <laughs> there's a magician. But hang just, on, just keep in mind. There's a magician, there's a magician in, the in the room. I think that that's a good thing to say, like, no matter what the conversation yeah, that's is. Good. I'm going to go shopping. Now, keep yeah. in mind, there's a magician in the room. <laughs> I think, like, there was the seed of the idea of talking about maybe that that was an elaborate trick, but then I decided no, to not go that's that not route. Copper, that's not Copperfield, <laughs> not Copperfield. Uh, with the. Uh, uh, that would have been incredible, though, if that had been Copperfield. And then he just goes, ta da, and then the buildings are back. Yeah, then he pulls a sheet and suddenly. Oh, man. Whoa. Well, there were some of those psychics who, like, claimed they were speaking to the dead victims. Oh, boy. Now, it's a guy that comes from that world, the paranormal. Yeah. Uh, you don't believe any. You certainly don't believe that nonsense. I don't at okay. all. And it's offensive, actually. You know, I, well, Peter and I have a mutual friend who actually works for a psychic hotline. Wait, they're th wait first of all, A, they still exist? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. And... He was talking to us quite candidly about how full of it he is and how he has like a, a bunch of whales, they call them, like people who literally just spend, I mean, he was oh, saying like on. hundreds of thousands of dollars Jesus. that some people just call, I don't know, in lieu of therapy or what. He's got like women who will call and he says that they'll drink a few glasses of wine and all he has to say is there's a man who's not acting the way he should and then he just shuts up for the next two hours really yeah and you're still and you know i you know what i hadn't i'm troubled yeah it was a troubling dinner i felt weird yeah and i think he was even throwing it out at me to see how i'd react and you know he was very boldly almost like throwing it on the table like this is what i do this is what i do and it's cool it's cool right hmm. and i'm like i don't know yeah so Isn't there but, like a argument that that if that's helping somebody then you know Pendulette says it really well because I thought about that too you know like if it's helping someone therapeutically is it okay to be doing that but you know there are 
aside from being a con artist who will literally prey upon you because they right. know that you are sad because you lost your mother or whatever they're going for, there's just this bastardization of like putting words in your dead mom's mouth. Mm -hmm. Like your mom just said you should not worry about that job next week and that Cindy's the right girl. It's like, you know what? Fuck you. You know, like for yeah. putting words in my dead mom's mouth. Yeah. Like, let's not. Right. So, the, and, and that is kind of, that is blasphemous. That's gross. How'd that meal end? This, with this, this guy. Dessert? This, yeah, yeah, dessert yeah. cheesecake. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cheesecake? Cheesecake. I, I, I like nice slices of cheesecake. Yeah. Right? Delicious. Yeah. A little strawberries on it. I well, like and he actually said there is more money to be made in if you speak to the dead than just being psychic and intuitive. Well, you get your own TV show on oh. Well, that's the thing, like you were saying, like if they're, if it's helping, but it, you know, it, it's not, that's like more money than you would spend right. on a therapist. So, you like, know, I, I actually, the dinner with the, with this dude actually turned my thought about helping too. Cause I thought about that too. It was like, if it's helping, I guess someone's getting through, but he, this guy was exceptionally well aware that he's got five whales lined up and he just needs to press these buttons to get them going to rake in the yeah, money. I mean, it's a con. Scammy. Yeah, yeah that, that, it's horrible. I don't like that. By the way, when you talk to Penn Jillette, does he ever bring up that he's an atheist? Did that ever come on a conversation? <laughs> I, Other than I, I every goddamn second he's alive. Every what damn? God. Oh. Damn. Intentional. Yeah. Intentional. Now we know. Mm-hmm. What, uh, <laughs> now speaking. They're good dudes. They're really good dudes. Well, I know they are. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, now, do you guys all go to a little clubhouse? Yes. A little magician clubhouse? It's you, Justin Willman. Penn yeah. Teller and Mikey's. We all hang out. <laughs> Who's Mikey? <laughs> Me. Oh, that's me and I'm an idiot. I tell his clubhouse. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't strike us as a Mikey. No, you're not a Mikey. Oh, I know. But when I'm in the clubhouse, I am. Okay, that makes more sense. But isn't that that's what the Magic Castle is, right? The you Magic know, Castle. Go hang out there. The Magic Clubhouse. Yeah. Do you ever do shows there? Yep. You still do? No, I haven't in a while. But uh, uh, let me ask you quick. Now, like, uh, it's like a comedy club. That's it's what I'm asking. Maybe good, maybe bad. You know, like I've seen some of the best magicians I've ever seen there, and I've also seen some things where I was like, oh god. Okay. Now, yeah. oh god for you, or oh god for even, even me. for you. Okay. Yeah. Which <laughs> says a lot, because oh, you know we can pull the wool over your eyes. <laughs> yes, this whole thing's a ruse. Yeah, uh, I get it. My first impression of the Magic Castle after walking through the doors for the first time and getting invited by a magician, and I was so excited to get to go there. And you have to wear a suit, and I had driven in literally from New York, so it was like on the end of our trip, me and my boyfriend at the time, and we had to stop at a dry cleaner to get our suits pressed really fast before we ran through the gates, and we came up to the Magic Castle, and there's this big beautiful place, and I walked into this showroom, and it's gorgeous, and there's gold, you know, pillars everywhere. And this dude stepped out on stage and held his hands up. And the next thing I heard was just clang, clang, clang. Something like fell out of his hand <laughs> oh, no. and hit the ground. And everyone was like stunned, including him. Right. Like, what just happened? And then he just like looked down to the ground and went down and picked it up. And it was a coin. And he just sort of held it like, yeah, coin. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So that was my first right. impression of the Magic Castle. But oh my God. then I went on to see some of the most phenomenal magicians that have ever graced this planet there at the Magic Castle. Sure. Do you remember that guy's name by any chance? I mean, I don't want you to say it. No. But, do you remember? but he did have like a purple sparkly jacket on. Oh, so it was that. That guy. Non-ironic. Kids uh, party magician, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That I was guy. a kids party magician. I'm not putting it down. I know. It's a good, it's a noble. This is why my show is so kind, because I worked in front of family crowds right my whole life when did you start in high school uh start you, uh, magic. Do, doing magic, magic. Yeah. uh yeah like a, when i was a kid maybe eight years old yeah but really it was through special effects loved wanted to be a makeup artist loved tom savini loved all the secret you know devices that made things on screen work and latex and monsters and mm -hmm. masks and stuff so and i used to buy those supplies at a magic shop 
And then I started walking over to the other side of the store where the magicians were, and I loved what, like, you know, seeing these things. It was like ma- special effects live. Magic is like special effects live. Right. So, and I like performing, I realized. So, although I still think I might, you know, literally when the true TV show, when we shot the pilot, I was, I had been in California for five years, and, you know, I had gotten a couple of guest starring roles on this, that, and the other thing, and uh, trying to be an actor. And um, before, when, when we didn't know whether or not the show was going to get picked up, uh, I literally was like, okay, if this show gets picked up, I'll do the show. If the show doesn't get picked up, I'm going to take the money from this pilot, and I'm going to special effects makeup school. And I'm just going to turn gears right now. Really? But that was the crossroads. Yeah. And then so here I am. Yeah, stumbled. Well, thank God I got picked up. I guess for, maybe, 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 maybe the you know the special effects industry is missing. They're, they're yeah, missing. They could be. It, yeah, they don't know special. what. Mikey's not. Yeah. There. No, but it actually just brings me to like how I never really have clarity or focus on what I'm gonna wear. I'm uh, magic, special effects, tricks, pranks, illusions, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Well, you'll figure it out. I'll figure it You're out. You're a young man. I'm a young man. Right? You and this Peter, you guys will get together. You'll have a conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a question being from that world. Doug Henning, we love him. Love Doug Love Henning. Doug Henning. I want to be the next Doug Henning. You do? I do. Doug Henning was that, like, happy magic is, yes. you know, like, part of the, the universe. And, well, he went off and became, you know, he, like, went into transcendental meditation and was going to open a meditation amusement park Whoa. he like left magic to do that and i think huh. he did actually float away into outer space someone <laughs> yeah. saw it happen he just turned translucent and floated away yeah and that was the end of doug but i know i do i've been thinking a lot about doug henning lately i bumped into this dude eating dinner the other night who was seated across the way wearing the coolest thing i'd ever seen it was like a, a sweatshirt a hooded sweatshirt but like a comfy hooded sweatshirt but it was like made out of sparkly lame Really, like liquids, but he was cool. It was like he was pulling it off. Okay. And I'm like looking at this guy. I'm like, that is so, oh, and it reminded me of Doug Henning, but yeah. it reminded me of a hip at the time. Like, how was he pulling that off? And I went over to him and talked to him, and he's like, he's a designer. So he designed it, and I was like, I should, you know, and we've been talking on Instagram, and I'm like, maybe this is the guy that's going to make me my Doug Henning magic that's suit. It. You need the and suit. And that's what I'm doing next. <laughs> that's what I need is the suit. You need the suit. Yeah. You just need the suit. Yes. Doug Henning would wear a t. Remember Doug Henning? He wore yep. a t-shirt with the suspenders, and yeah. it's not rainbow magic. on it's the an illusion. Right, loved him. Yes, loved him as a yeah. kid. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he did this one trick I saw as a child. He compressed uh, a woman down into a flat disc, and it was just this tube that compressed down, and you saw her face through it, and her her feet sticking out, and then it crushed down, and he opened it, and, and he pulled out this record with a flat 2D version of the woman on it, and I totally believed. That he did it right. as a kid. I was like, I thought I knew he was a magician, but I thought that meant he could do these things. And it was terrifying to think you can get like <laughs> trapped inside. And then he like had someone from the audience go through his collection of celebrities and pick one, and then he put it in the machine and pulled out like whoever it was, Don Pardo or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe uh, he got the voiceover guy that nobody yeah, ever seen the face of. You need it. This was <laughs> the Holy big shit, reveal. Is that Don Pardo say something. <laughs> 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 well, who was I? Was actually thinking of. Um, uh, Ed McMahon, I think maybe oh, it was yeah. Ed McMahon. Right. I don't even know who it was, but it freaked me out as a kid. I thought that was real, and I ended up doing a trick like that on the Carbonaro effect. I, I compressed dogs at a pet shop down yeah, into yeah, little yeah, discs yeah. Oh and made some people believe in that. But yeah, baby, Doug Henning. Thanks for mentioning him. I, I loved him as a kid. Yeah, loved. Him. I love all magicians. I need the suit.
Yeah, we'll get we'll, you. Got your guy on Instagram, guy, yeah. dude. Yeah, let's make the suit. Yeah, I don't know if he's listening, but uh, you, you, millions of people listen to this. There's podcast. no question about that. Very popular. Uh, all right, Garen, what else is happening? All right, you went to the drag show over the weekend. Yep. Uh, I, you saw, saw you saw the mule. I did see the mule. All right, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's not best picture or anything, but Clint Eastwood's great. You see that Spider-Man movie? I did. And you saw it? Yeah. Did you see the Spider-Man no. movie? No. Elliot, you see the Spider-Man movie? No, sir. It's terrific. It's, you liked it? Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. That. yeah, really I great. wasn't 100% sure if you would like it. Uh, I mean, I didn't love it as much as Oliver and Danielle did, but I, uh, did or Ol- you. Did Oliver lose his mind? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it is mind-blowing. This yeah. is visually mind-blowing. Wow. It's but really yeah. good. Yeah. And uh, somebody uh, was telling me that the 3D version, it's uh, one of the few that uh, it's worth seeing in 3D. <clears throat> I, yeah, oh, yeah. I got to go to a screening where the directors were there and they said that afterwards. They were like, uh, the 3D, because the screening was 2D, and they were like, the 3D version's insane. Like, you've got you to check it out. Yeah. I had only seen Avatar in 3D and it was on TV yesterday and it looked way, it looked so digital yeah. not being in 3D. Did you enjoy that movie? I did, very you much. Did. Yeah. Were you one of those people who didn't want to leave and you got sad? No, I was ready. I had to pee. <laughs> oh, okay, it was, it was a long movie. Yeah, yeah. Remember that's there was like a new there were like news stories about how people like oh they're they're suffering from depression because they had to leave Pandora like they didn't want to leave Pandora. Well, then, oh. then go, <laughs> just go. Pandora. I don't know what that means, but do it. Get out of my way. Well, they can do that now because it's at Disney World. They built the whole. There's a Pandora World. Yeah, you didn't know about that. No, I did. No. Have you done a really good? 3D simulation game, like a, have I? Yeah. Oh yeah, we did that thing that time over at. Uh, oh yeah, where oh. they were gonna make a Jimmy Pardo. I did an Aliens thing. one, and it was great. It was totally. Was oh it like a video God. game, like one of those things? It was a you know we wa- were walking around with yeah. the virtual goggles on, right. and I could see Peter next to me, and there were aliens coming, and we felt the heat from the fire. It was cool, really, really, really good, and I was all ready to hate it. Yeah. But you enjoyed it. I loved it. Where do you do that? Where does uh, where does this happen? They have it at the Glendale Galleria. There's like a what Star Wars one, but it's a game. Like you're and you go in groups. And what do I do? Do I shoot stormtroopers? <clears throat> or you are the stormtrooper? Either or. I'd like to be a stormtrooper. Then you can do that. I okay. forget where it was. There's a place in Irvine called I think it's called Spaces that does those things. Like there's a Terminator one. I think they have the Aliens one. The aliens good. Yeah, I want to do that. I've been invited a couple of times to go check it out, and it's just so far. I think the one that the the one in Glendale is the same company that has one at downtown Disney in Anaheim, but they're soon going to have a Ghostbusters one so like you can be a Ghostbuster and like go in and like finally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. It's It's happening, guys. But yeah. uh, Yeah. You can fight the Stay Puft Marshmallow. I was a Ghostbuster for Halloween once. Me too. My dad made little lights in the back of the suit yeah. to glow. So, well, your dad was also a, an electrician. A, a, oh, he was an electrician. <laughs> but did yeah. he also like the uh, the special effect world, or was no, that? No, he was an electrician though, and uh, he did help build illusions. Yeah, he did. So he helped. Yeah. And cool. uh, did you give him a job on the show? Well, we auditioned him. <laughs> he didn't make the cut. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. We're going a different way. I uh, appreciate all your help from uh, my costumes of the past, but we're, we're good. We got the professionals here. Yeah. Is your dad still back east? No, my dad passed away. Sorry to hear that. That's okay. I apologize for bringing it up. Yeah, hey. In fairness, you brought it up. No, I did. I did. Now, yeah. do you want to talk to him? Because I could have him can talk you do to you right now. I can. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I warned my mom about that, too. I'm like, don't. And she's cool. So she she's like, uh, she's not going to fall for any of that. Where's your mom live? And now she lives in Indio. So she moved. We were from Long Island. Indio here, right? the In, Coachella. Yep, 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 yep. So I lived on Long Island my whole life. And she, you know, like a year or two after my father's passing, like 
got the whole house together and got out of there. Yeah. She's what made her choose Indio? Her sister. Okay. Her sister lives very far from there. No, no. Her sister, <laughs> her sister lives there, and she's always wanted to move to California, so she was like, I'm going to do it. So she's having a great time. We do Christmas over there. Great. Nice. Go out to the desert. And what part of town do you live in here? Burbank. Burbank, not too far from you. You're in Burbank. Loving uh, Burbank. Yeah. Look at that. How long have you been in Burbank? Uh, three years. Three years. How long have you been there? Six years. About six wow. years is about double the time, it sounds like. Yeah. Almost. Maybe, maybe you guys go to Portos and drip each I, other I, off I, of it's right, I live right near there, but it's never. I never go to Portos. Me neither. It's always so crowded. When I first moved there, I, I went a lot, and then I just Healthy Bites got over great. it. Healthy Bites is good, yeah. Yeah, I've had a wrap there. That was there. not a very strong endorsement. No, it was not at no. all. Boy, <laughs> I, think I, had a, I think I had a wrap there that I wasn't crazy about. Okay. Or a salad, but yeah, no. Okay. What do I like? Well, you guys don't shut the F up about Portos. Anybody that lives in Burbank, that's all they talk about is Portos. Every time I bring up Burbank, some... Someone else yeah, brings I, up I think it's, yeah, yeah, I think you're the one who won't shut up about it. <laughs> I don't think it's all. I don't think it's all. It, you know what it is? It is. I'll tell you what it is. It's incredibly affordable. Like if you want, if you just need like a tray full of uh, cookies and pastries and stuff, it's like weirdly inexpensive right, right, for how good it. it is. That's cool. But uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, like you can get good stuff there for very cheap. But uh, somehow he's got something to say. On this. I, I do. You're talking about how long the lines can get over there. I learned something last time I went there. Drinks only. Well, you can, you that. can get sandwiches. If yeah. You don't have to wait in the giant line to get yeah. sandwiches. Like well, you don't yeah, have to wait there if you're going to be like, I want 12 empanadas or whatever. Right. There's two lines. And sometimes the both lines are horrible. But I know you're, yeah. Like every time I've been there, I've always waited in the big ass long right. line. It's like cafeteria E. Yeah. Yeah. There does have that vibe. You like a restaurant? I like a little like Pinocchio's over there, like something that's a little Pinocchio's. Pinocchio's. There's the you're the guy that goes there. Yeah. Oh, I, th- Come on, I got a pizza rules. there for horror trivia one night. You did too. The pizza. Yeah, we took okay. a pizza to the, the, the trivia thing. It's right and you know, Zoe loves that place. And we, how would I know that? Oh, I don't know. She, I, I'm surprised she hasn't mentioned it she, to you. She <laughs> never shuts up about it. Like we live. It's very that Italian good. deli, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. my mother loves it too. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird. We might differ on taste. <laughs> I meant the comfort level. Yeah, yeah. Versus, I love. I don't the like vibe. sitting and eating in an iPod. You know right. what I mean? I like something to have a little bit of coziness. It feels. You know what it is? Because I'm from the East Coast too. It feels like an East Coast Italian. It totally does. Like deli. It's, yeah. it's got that vibe. You ever go to Pinball Pizza? <laughs> <laughs> no. it's, uh, that's the place that we assume something's going on. Something. It's, 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 it's front, further it's, down. It's a Magnolia. front for something because it looks yeah. skeevy. It's so weird. It looks like looking. Uh, like a mob run of, in some way. It's one of those things yeah. where there's like a poster in the window of just a generic photograph of a pizza, but it's so faded you can barely even see what it is. Oh, like, yeah. why would you keep that? Yeah, update just that get pizza. Get that out of there. Yeah. You look crazy. No, I don't know why anyone would go there. I'm going to get that Burbank mob on you. And actually, North End is right across the street yeah, now. All right. <laughs> I, I took gonna, a shot. I was going to let Give that go. Shot. The Burbank mob. <laughs> they, there are lots of fronts. I bet there is a Burbank mob because there's like a crystal store. Not not crystals like mystic crystals, but like little crystal figurines. It's called like the Crystal Palace or something. And there's a store that simply specializes in scrapbooking, like a store. <laughs> yeah, not just a section. And a an auto, uh, no, a, a bookstore, as if that's not hard enough. All auto uh, all, manuals. All auto manuals. Mm-hmm. And airplane. That's right near your house. It is near my house, That's yeah. near my house, too. And then there's this also... Is, you guys listen, you might live on the same street. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. This will be exciting off the air to find out. It will be. There's also Dark Delicacies, which is like basically just a bookstore for just like horror, horror type yeah. stuff. Do me a favor. I'm not kidding here. 
you guys both write down what street you live on separately. Okay. And then I was a trick. I will. T- it's not a trick. Sadly, <laughs> I will tell you if you if you live on the same street. Oh, that's fun. I, I also walk around my neighborhood constantly. So I probably walk. All right, now hand house. it to me separately. I do, but I do it in costume. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like a okay. middle aged? They live on the same street. Dogs? Garrett, I'll give you twenty dollars. OK, I don't know why I lose in this, but why does he get the money? Shuffle him up. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> no. Aaron gets nothing. Let me see what street he's on. He's there. Oh, that's I think one block. Let it's, me see. Okay, show him you, where you live. Oh yeah. yeah I think it's literally one yeah. block. Yeah. Look at this. Are you are you just south of Magnolia? I, you don't have to say. Don't say. Well, I'm excited. The fans are gathered around Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're either podcast fans or magic yeah. fans. Like, We're going to see one of them. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it's Jay Leno again. <laughs> <laughs> it is ridiculous. Have you seen him going down the street yeah. in that crazy? Yeah, he's got like a million. It runs on hydrogen. That's the thing about that car. You put the root beer in it and it goes right down the street. I've told you before, though, about how like he one time pulled up at that bookstore that's only car books. In a like 1940s um, tanker truck, like a the truck that transports gasoline from one place to another, and it said Shell, and it was like beautifully wow. painted. It was insanely cool. Like I've never oh, seen anything. Cool. Like, it was really cool. I, wow. I, like that made me go, okay, you get a pass for life, Jalen. Because he was letting kids climb up on it too. Like yeah, get up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where it first started. By the way, was on Jay's show. Doing really? Hidden, hidden oh, camera magic. my apologies then for my insulting uh, uh, impression. No, that wasn't ins- that was beautiful. No, it was no. insulting. Was it? Oh, it was meant to be. It was. <laughs> that's so cruel. Well, he's a horrible man. No, but, but you worked for him for a long time. It sounds like I worked for him for a really long time. Yeah, four years. I did. I did uh, eight segments of Hidden Camera Magic on that show. And, and you, well, you had a character name. What was the, the char- Magic Clerk? That's right. Yeah. And so, and that, and, and then that's where you got yeah. your show from, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, now it's made of it. Gotten very uncomfortable. Now we did, know. You know. Didn't Kurt Long work on Leno? That must have been earlier, though. Kurt Long also did. He was doing Kara Sultanovich. Yeah, had a recurring thing there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did. He was good. he was good to some people. Uh oh. <laughs> if you're just joining us, oh boy, some ice came across the room. Yeah. I'm playing my. I'm doing it for humor. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, all right, Elliot. What's going on? Anything of import? The captain back there behind Mission Control. Hello. I, I, don't, I don't have that much. I spent, I uh, did a lot of cleaning. I used some lime away. All right. It's very effective. Yeah. It also will kill you if you stay in the room and. Let me ask closed. you something about lime away. Is it as cool as they show on the commercial? Or like if, I, if you put it in a, like a little tub and put it on the uh, shower uh, head, uh, your shower head will magically be clean? I think maybe because the first, uh, so I have, we have hard water. And so I had to clean the sort of chromey bit, bit at the bottom of the sink. Mm-hmm. The first time I did it, I don't think I left it in long enough, but it got most of it. So then I just I, I just put like a dollop or whatever you wanted to say. And I went and watched an hour's worth of TV, came back, all the stuff wiped right off. It really worked. It was it, I was happy with it. What did you watch for that hour? Uh, what was I watching? I was watching uh, Travelers on Netflix. The movie? No, no, no. There's a, there's a series with, uh, what's his name from Will and Grace? Eric McCormick. Eric, McCormick. Eric McCormick, who also I think. Oh, I like that show. It's great. They got a new season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Eric McCormick. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. What is it? It's a show where they travel. <laughs> yeah, from place to place. <laughs> huh. Okay. I don't. I don't. It's it's uh, it's, it's it's a it's a time travel thing where the premise oh. is that in order to go back in time, first of all, there's like a, like a limited distance in time they can go. But the way they travel is they travel into a person who is otherwise was going to die historically because they take over the person's body. Hmm. It's really, it's, it's a little creepy. Weird. It's like Quantum Leap. 
It's a little quantum leapy, yeah, like except the, the quantum leap, you don't kill, the person isn't gone. Because once once yeah. they take over, the, the original person isn't there anymore. That's why they pick people who mm-hmm. were, were going to die. So it makes it different. Mm. So so then, so they, they, they kill that person a little before they were going to die. Is that basically what's happening? Sort of, yeah. Like like somebody was going to be in an accident, and, uh-huh. and they're able to tell by looking at the historical record that that person was going to die. So instead of them dying, they jump in like a couple seconds before that would have happened, stop the death. But of course... When they do that, they erase the original person. It's, it's kind of a creepy concept. Though. Oh, so they don't look like the that person. would really no, no, they mess do. up the whole uh, time they, continuum, though. Yeah, it, this, right. it sounds like crazy. Because yeah. then, do, do then at, when they are ready to go again, do they then have to kill that person, or what happens? To that no, no, no. They, they're they're stuck there. They're in that. Per, they they become that person forever. They have to, yep. Wait, is it a new a new cast each week? No, no, no. They could do they could do that, but but there's there's rules that make it so it's it, it, it's kind of hard to switch from rules. person to person. You asked. Um, <laughs> I did not. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. But you Our guest did. I'm can't being very just, kind. Now I know why he wasn't talking all day. He was saving up for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I asked. What I don't know whether watching. I like this better or the cleaning the shower. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is the only show where you can get by. You can literally go from Portos <laughs> yeah. to Lime Away, yeah. and we're gonna dive deep on both of those. We will. We are not gonna leave any Lime Away unturned. The reason I asked what yes, you watch, sir. though, is that our friend Matt Belknap sends us a uh, text yeah. Yeah. saying if you have an hour. Guess who didn't see that text? I didn't. Oh, I didn't and then you didn't watch it either. No, I was. Yeah. I was. But it ties into our. Uh, yeah. It, did you watch it? Yeah. I did watch. Watch it. what? Okay. Darren. What's his Darren, last name? Darren Brown. Brown. Yeah. Darren Brown. You watched oh, yeah. uh, oh. Sacrifice? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I love him, though. You do? Oh, yeah. Um, what kind of a program is this? Well, it's a magic psychological. It's it's kind yeah. of yeah. It's 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 like borders on magic. And he's not presenting it that way. He's basically yeah. manipulating people. Uh, Danielle did not care for it for that reason. She yeah. felt like he was. It, fe- it feels unethical. It feels unethical. <laughs> yeah, this new because it's not him. It's not a live show. He's literally making people kind of guinea pigs yeah, right, yeah. to see if he can get them to do what he wants them to do. And yeah. this sacrifice was crazy. I don't yeah. want to go into too I much know, detail. Know, yeah, you should it, see it. It's, it is crazy. He did a, a run of shows called The Experiments. And each one kind of focused around like luck and chance and, and each episode. Well, that's did. kind of what this is. I think this sacrifice is one episode of that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, really, really fascinating stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever. Yeah, it's it's impactful. Well, we almost got divorced over this. Cause <laughs> Jesus. I, oh, really? I thought it was terrific. And my wife's 100% against it. She also doesn't like the limeys. You know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's very anti- Well, she should get some lime away. Oh, God. You know what? No, that's not so bad. Come on. Give them that. Give them that. I don't know. Didn't felt wrong. Actually, wasn't bad. Maybe if I soak uh, in it. Now, is, it, <laughs> is that a person? Now, when you see a guy like that, um, uh, when they do that mind reading nonsense from the, uh, from right. the stage, uh, you see right through it. You enjoy that. It's a different thing than what you do. Uh, I've been fooled by it before. I love, yeah. I love getting fooled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, lo- I love. Yeah. I mean, that show left me questioning. I, a lot, you know, it's funny because techniques that I that you might even know as a magician will still fool you. Really? Yeah. So yeah, that was like Penn and Teller's shtick is that they would like teach you how a trick worked mm-hmm. and then literally fool you with it two seconds later. Yeah. You know, like so I get myself, you know, with a really good magic trick is so many layers that by the time you like once it hits, you can't like connect the dots back again. So yeah, I, I don't know how all that stuff's going on. I've seen some stuff that you know, there's literally one vanish I saw where I don't know how it works and I, I've kind of, I, except for the fact that I want to tour with it now, I uh, I didn't want to learn how it was done mm-hmm. and I had an opportunity to learn. I was like, please don't tell me because this is like retaining. You want to? Oh, I wow. mean, yeah. It's cool. This girl 
climbed up on top. It was like three tables. One table got stacked, like a bit large table, then a medium table, then a card size table, all just completely fully lit stage. And someone, a lady climbed up to the top of it. She put an umbrella in front of herself and the umbrella fell down. And then the magician knocked all the tables over. Apparently Houdini did this trick. Wow. And I mean, she lit I know how people disappear. I've done it. I've seen lots of different methods and I could not put my finger on how this really? girl that I'm like, she just vanished and it was beautiful. That's cool. And it's so, right. I, that's why I, but you've met the people. And it will that, be available on my live tour. <laughs> oh, my career will come to interview you. Where did you see it? I saw it at the Magic Castle oh. for it, Magic, like a history uh, conference. Well, it wasn't the history conference. It was like a week where they were doing magic history. Mm-hmm. So John Gaughan, who's an illusion designer, um, was bringing back this effect from Harry Houdini. Wow. It's called Goodbye Winter. I I want to see it. <laughs> I do too. I, love I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, we I, just uh, we just went to see the champions of magic at the Microsoft. Okay, and uh, you probably know those uh, those people. I'm not sure that there's a lot of groups of magician shows. There's the now. illusionists. There's the illusionists. Which, there's the illusionists. Great. 1901. Oh, then there's the Western illusionists. Oh, okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, but there's a lot of the Gr- magicians, the the best of magic, the masters of illusion. The, yeah. The greatest of the masters of illusion, right. the successful, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yet yeah. not so as actually, popular. The champions were the lowest rung. <laughs> well, like these are, I was told they were the champs. Yeah, but I, they now they're the champs. Right, there's the masters. Yeah. Well, there's masters, right? Yeah. but the masters didn't win the championship. Mm. Oh, so that's the difference. The champions have the trophies to back up their claims. Yeah, the I, masters are just you know who's calling them a master. Well, I don't know. If they got the green jacket. That's a, that's a golf reference. <laughs> yeah, Anybody enjoy that? Anybody? No, no. It turns out. <laughs> But I, I thought it was like a Doug Henning reference. Like, no. If, if you got the suit, you're a master. No, you in the suit. I need the suit. <laughs> you're hung up on I the suit. I need my super suit. <laughs> you don't need a suit. What do you, when you do a live show, what do you wear? I wear a suit. You do it like a gentleman. But it's not a super suit. <laughs> right. But you're not putting the tuxedo on like a clown. No. no. T- Clowns don't wear tuxedos. You're the clown magician. Clown that guy, mag- you, hokey. You, no, yeah. I'm wearing, like, yeah, like a suit, slick suit. That I'm right. Right. And I change costumes during the show, too, magically. Tell me more about that. Well, I'm wearing one costume. I see. I'm and then sudden, then you're wearing another. Oh, something else, yeah. Um, I love live. Live is the best. I, I, I love it. If my son wanted to go to a magic show every day, I'd go with him. I love wow. it. Wow. I love it. I like being fooled by it. I yeah. like I like... I like knowing that I know I'm being fooled, but I don't care. I give into it. Yeah, some people are crazy about learning how it's done, and other people like to be fooled. You know, and I know I noticed that with the TV show, some people like, and I don't mind. You know, like like families that gather together and freeze frame and like rewind and like argue about how the <laughs> tricks work, and like that. Let him have that. Sounds fun. It's a family right? family time. That's what they want to do. Unless it gets you know violent. Or, well, certainly we don't condone violence in any way, shape, or form. No. Uh, we uh, speaking of costume changes. I took my son to see Barry Manilow over the weekend. Yeah, I uh, did a Christmas. Now there's show. a clown in a tuxedo. How dare you? How dare you? Sir? <laughs> I love Barry Manilow. Don't he worry. Was, I, this is my third time seeing him. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, this was a Christmas show, so he did Christmas songs in addition to the best of Barry Manilow. Mm-hmm. It was Oliver loved it. Oh, wow. We loved it. He's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, he said uh, after he was doing, a, he was making a lot of moves. At the end, he said, windedly, he goes, "So what's your 75 year old grandfather doing?" tonight uh, he goes he goes he's probably trying to cough up phlegm i'm running around like a moron wow. uh, and then he the reason i brought it up was he did some costume changes he yeah he came out in a very cheesy tuxedo with a uh, the huge carnation and he goes yep now it's time for the corny christmas medley and i oh, love that he's yeah. being he's self-aware embracing it embracing yeah. it it was a yeah. joy did he do copacabana of course he did i mean come on 
you get up and moving. You have to. I'm going to tell you something. He could have done it three times and nobody mm-hmm. there would have cared. Mm. Like, oh, he's doing it again. So That's was how he, great it is. Was he going back and forth or did he do like Christmas? Section? He would go back and forth. Okay. He would go. An evening uh, of nonstop Copacabana. <laughs> I would have watched Six it. Six hours. Would have enjoyed would every too. second of it. It was great. Really fun. My parents had the disc set that had like him composing that song. So it was like some early like work of him playing oh, really? the piano to kind of hmm. jam it up. And I then would it have transitioned into the real one. Great. And you're up dancing. That's cool. It's a great song. Great song. But guess who we saw there, Matt? Guess who uh, Oliver and I saw at the... Uh... Do we need a theme song for this? No. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> not a celebrity? Uh, not a celebrity, but maybe... Not a cel- uh, 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 guess who we saw? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it seems like, seems like you don't want to say too much. At the Microsoft. Jay Leno. Who? Jay Leno? You do my own. Bill Gates. I, if it's it's the like usher that my wife Tom got Pardo. in a fight with. Oh. No, Tom Pardo's dead. Oh, oh my God! We got in a fight with an usher there at a pre at the Champions of Magic. Oh, we got in a fight with an usher. How do you get in a fight with an usher? Uh, the people behind us wouldn't stop talking, okay. and the usher sided with them because he knew them. So what did you do? Uh, my wife complained. Complained to the usher. Um, and then the usher's like, what did he say? He goes, it's a public place. They can talk as much as they want. Yeah. That's so not true, and usher. Literally the opposite. <laughs> right? Oh, yes. Literally the opposite of what should be happening. <laughs> my God. Let me ask you a question. Because yeah. my wife gave this argument. My husband is a comedian. He performs all the time. And if people are talking, it's distracting. If you are doing a show yeah. and there's people talking. Or glowing their phones. Or any, any of it. Jazz, mm-hmm. I hate it. Right? So the, yeah. you would, what do you say to the usher? I would. Oh, during if I'm performing, yes. Would you ever? I've called people out, right? You know, and made a joke out of it somehow. You know, you are tweeting about me, right, or something, oh, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Or I'll just walk over to them and be like, "She's staring at her phone. I hope she's enjoying the show." And then, oh, oh is he talking about yeah. me? They never know it's them. No, I know. I and it, watching a movie too. If someone, yeah, if someone pulls out their phone, I. I'll kick the chair, like a little oopsie kick. Like, did you just kick, did I? <laughs> did you just pull out your phone? Right. You know. And somehow, I always say, if you say, somehow you come off as the, which Danielle ended up coming off as the crazy person, even though that person, those people were completely yeah. wrong to be talking. Oh, absolutely. We got an interesting email. Did I send you that? I think I did. We got a lot of, uh, it, 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 it pushed a lot of buttons, that story. Yeah. Uh, most people were on your side and, and yeah. the person who I'm talking about was on your side, but he it was someone who said, I can't remember if he was living in Bolivia now or. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. this guy is American. He lives in Bolivia and he was saying, um, and he didn't, yeah, I don't want to make a blanket statement. He doesn't want to make a blanket statement, but he noticed that in Bolivia, it seems to be more culturally accepted to talk in theaters. They cons- they consider theaters public spaces. We consider them private spaces where it's like you paid to get in. So it's private. You're not in a town square. You're in a show. You paid to be here. You want to experience it. But for them, uh, they don't see it that way. And they actually think it's rude to be to to say be quiet because they're like no it's this, we're we're here like you're supposed to be talking are you suggesting the people behind me Hector and his family were Bolivians not necessarily Bolivian but maybe South American or Bolivian Magic fans you know <laughs> you, are you, uh, you know the Bolivians they, yeah. uh, they got to know who's champion <laughs> they got to keep up with it yeah. they didn't crown anybody that's bizarre I mean you know it, there's a thing though like an, a live audience that's engaged and people yeah. like are audible and like whoa or laughing yeah. oh you didn't just like right. it, there can be a vibe yeah that's totally that's cool different and you want yeah. that response even during a horror movie or something right. or in the theater yeah, if people yeah. like well you know like you like that mm-hmm. energy yeah mm-hmm. But to just be like, we're in our own group. And remember when Jim said that right. same kind of thing? And that's what it was. Like, yeah. that's, that's no. not. Yeah. 
Not accepted. This I guy know. also said, did you read the email? I forget if you read yes, it. Yes, it's, it's, yeah. it's lengthy. I may be on chapter nine. Yeah, it. it's a long email, but he was saying how um, uh, his theory, again, this is just one guy talking and he it's was. It's just a Bolivian theory. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but he was saying that like, you know, because it's not universal, even in that city or wherever he lives, that it's that it, not everyone feels that way. But he believed that there are people who grow up in rural areas who never experienced the theater they do experience church and in church they just talk and do they just show up it doesn't you know he noticed that that's hmm. it's that there's less uh, sense of like you got to be locked in and so i think they're bringing that to places where it might not be quite the same deal but it's still kind of like yeah uh, at least people in that country there's understand a lot of, it. Well, there's a lot of layers to it, though, too, yeah. because the difference between going to see, you know, a Broadway show right. that is like a broke, you know, no broken fourth wall that it's a story yes. or a serious yes. play. You know, you're going to watch that. You, you know, doing comedy, me doing magic. We're talking to the audience. Right. So stand up's kind of your there's the illusion that we're all here together and there's some mm-hmm. degree that's acceptable. But then some people just don't get it. And they're like, like I'm going to talk the line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're not like, like, oh, like, you're yes. talking to me. I'll talk to you. Hey, let's all talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. no, stop. So yeah, but you're right. Like it would be crazy to see that at a live theater show or right. musical where there's you're, I, or but it, equally crazy to do Unless that. Unless you're a like movie. Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> he got kicked out. I think did he? Of, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? That show was Studio Fifty Four. Um, bum, 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 cabaret. Oh. Cabaret, cabaret. That was what he was and that show, interestingly, has an almost pierced fourth wall because it's like there's tables where you're sitting down drinking as if you're in the club. Mm-hmm. So, well, and, and Kanye got called out recently because he went to the premiere of the Share Broadway right. show, and he was tweeting, and he was on his tweeting, phone tweeting. <laughs> I went through puberty right in front of you, and yeah, and so someone in the cast was like, "Hey, Kanye, uh, we're doing a show up here." Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he apologized he immediately. Did. Yeah, he but did. still, put your phone away, dickhead. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. You're talking about yay? I'm talking about yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we got to take another break. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, you, you're going to you'll favor us with something? Yeah. Some sort of magic It'll of some sort? an illusion. We're going to get an illusion. Garen, don't, don't, look at me. I'm giddy don't, like a child. Don't, I can't don't, wait. Don't. I may also have one of those cookies in the break. It, it, look, I, I just real quick. I've known you for 13, 14 years or something. Is it safe to say that your excitement and interest in magic has gone up in the last... 10 years because I don't remember you being this I always crazy. I always liked it I okay. always it, it, like as a kid if, if, if it was a, a scout outing hey, Doug Henning see. I love Doug Henning mm-hmm. was a Doug Henning fan always loved magic yeah, yeah. but the fact that Oliver is so into it and now I'm able yeah. to bring it back you can and share that that's cool yeah. Oliver did it my, my son did a trick on this very show that um, I will admit to you I don't I know how most of them are done that he does he does one that I don't know how he does That's it. Awesome. And he's 10, he's 11, but he's yeah. doing it at 10. Yeah. And I love that I don't know. That's and great. I love that when he does it, it's other adults are like, That's yeah. great. Goodbye, winter, right? Yeah. Three tables. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you got to see him. He does it. It's terrific. We'll be back right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Uh, Michael Carbonaro is on Twitter and Instagram, just at Carbonaro. C-A-R-B-O-N-A-R-O. That's all you need to know. And The Carbonaro Effect is on True TV and Netflix. Check it out either place. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. Jimmy's telling me uh, I got to watch it with my kids. I think uh, they're going to love it, and I can't wait to introduce it to them and to myself. Speaking of Jimmy, he's going to be at the Catfish Bend Casino in Burlington, Iowa on New Year's Eve doing stand-up comedy. Then he's at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana on the 25th and 26th of January. And then he's doing stand-up at the White Oak Music Hall in Houston on March 2nd, 9.30 p.m. show. 
Speaking of Houston, though, that is a 9.30 show right after the Never Not Funny Live in Houston on March 2nd. And that's a 7 p.m. show. You can get a package deal if you want to go to both stand-up and uh, podcast taping. Uh, on the 3rd, right after that, we're going to be in St. Louis. Never Not Funny's live at Helium in St. Louis. And uh, all those Never Not Funny dates are at nevernotfunny.com. Click the tour link. There's two more, actually. Three more. Uh, we're at uh, San Francisco Sketchfest. Playing games is on Friday night, the 11th of January. And then Never Not Funny is a matinee show on Saturday the 12th with John Ross Bowie. Lauren Ash is on Playing Games. You know all this. They're great. I hope you can make it. Those shows will probably sell out, so you should get in there if you haven't already on those tickets. And then Never Not Funny is also going to be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington on the 27th matinee show on January 27th. So uh, Jimmy's Dates, JimmyParter.com. Click the tour link. Never Not Funny. NeverNotFunny.com. Click the tour link. One more thing. Uh, we did just put the uh, Parkcastathon 19 tickets on sale. Uh, you may have already missed out on them, uh, but if there are any left, go to FlappersComedy.com to get a ticket to the May 4th uh, 12-hour marathon show supporting Smile Train Parkcastathon 19. I'm guessing you will be uh, watching it at home on on our website or on YouTube, which is great, and donating. That's all great. Uh, but if there happen to be any uh, tickets left, check it out. Uh, it's at Burbank, Flappers and Burbank, and you can get it on their website. Enjoy. Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten up over at the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never not funny. Very brand. organic. Very uh, organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now. 
to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Uh, hey, I got this app on my phone. You should too. Robinhood. Yeah. It is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free, Matt. Pretty crazy. So even if you are a stock market newcomer, and you know what? While I do have stocks, I, I, I'm a newcomer when, it, right. when, you, when you break it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can invest for the first time with true confidence. Now, while other brokerages mm-hmm. charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood does not charge a commission which means you could trade stocks and keep all of your profits. It's got a clear design, easy to understand charts, market data. Robinhood lets you place a trade on your smartphone, smartphone, or a smartphone, uh, in just four taps. That's pretty great. Or if you're on the web, Matt, mm-hmm. you can view stock collections like the 100 most popular, as well as sectors like entertainment, social media. Love it. Uh, they've also got more curated categories like female CEOs. Maybe you want to uh, support the lady companies. I do, yeah. Uh, wait, wait, that's gotta be what legs, <laughs> right? Put it with some guy that just doesn't understand it, <laughs> uh, right? Revlon, Revlon, right? Yeah, lady stuff, yeah, you know, right? <laughs> Ladies don't run men companies, Tampax. right? They're not doing cars, cars are the guys, monostat, right? This is for the ladies, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, with the uh, the, the, the pantyhose sandals, we're the worst, Uggs. Uh, nail polish. No, I was saying Uggs. No. I got an ulcer. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're going to be okay. It's all right. I'll just uh, take some of that, though. You can discover new stocks and track your favorites. Now, listen, I use it. I got it on my phone. Uh, Elliot's also using it. He just told us that off the air. I uh, just give a wave. <laughs> uh, it's great. The ease of the app is terrific, right? Um, look, obviously, uh, like anything else, it's a uh, you know, good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally started a sentence with well no said. way. <laughs> Robin Hood is giving listeners a free stock. Hey, now. Listen to this. Okay. A free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Fantastic. You could sign up at pardo.robinhood.com. That is pardo.robinhood.com. And that's, you're going to get that free stock to get you going. I would go Apple. I I, I don't, again. I'm, I think, I don't think, I think you're. Uh, oh, you don't get to pick? No, I think it's okay. it's, it's like a, a scratch off. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You, uh, hey, this is what you got. Uh, well, those all, those all sound great. So. Yeah. Do it. Uh, I'm very excited. I got movie pass. <laughs> <laughs> I picked a company that's not doing well. That was my joke. Uh, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Go to pardo.robinhood.com, pardo.robinhood.com, Robinhood. A better way to trade. Hey, this holiday season, Airwolf wants to spread some cheer. Cheerwolf, if you will. 
this is going out of its way for Jimmy Pardo not to be able to pronounce a word. Uh, Cheerwolf has special episodes all over the network just for you. Uh, let me give you uh, some ideas. Uh, Unspooled is going to yeah. take a deep dive into AFI's favorite Christmas movie. Christmas movie. It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Off Book has not one, not two, but three mm-hmm. holiday-themed musicals for you to indulge in. Nice. Listen, these guys have got uh, special holiday holiday episodes with special guests that are out from behind the paywall as a gift to you. Oh, cool. Improv for Humans has a uh, new episode called Best of the Bible. Uh, Adam and, and, and Ackerman uh, talk about REM, uh, holiday single release and nothing else. Over there on the uh, You Talking REM to Me, whatever that's called. <laughs> are you talking REM re me? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Uh, Sean and Hayes hit the slopes with Adam Pally on a very festive episode of Hollywood Handbook. Nice. Listen, the point is this. There's a lot going on over at Cheerwolf. If that's not enough, check out more holiday episodes from Comedy Bang Bang, How Did This Get Made, Getting Curious, Who Charted, and Freedom. We did not do a special. We do our own kind of a yeah for the Players Club. We just sort of say Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Have a good time. Um, happy holidays, happy listening, and merry Cherwolf to all. And to all a good night. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, episode 23, uh, the 19, uh, the hard castles we discussed. I just tried one of those Taylor Young cookies was in it? the break. Well, you know what? Very rich um, that I only ate half of it and uh, wow. seemed to be enough. Interesting. I'm going to save that other half for later. That's something I Is could Is Taylor do. Young a... An artist? Uh, Taylor is a lawyer, uh, but oh. that is a fan of ours, and uh, it's, oh. they sent us uh, some gifts. Very nice. For the holiday season. All right. And uh, these are uh, delicious cookies. Is Taylor Young also like a golf club maker or something? It sounds That's Taylor like... Made. Oh. <laughs> are you thinking of Ernst & Young? They are a... Uh, Could be combining Financial thing? Taylor yeah. Young sounds like a country singer. Yeah. Mm. I'd go see Taylor and Young. And cookie maker. You wouldn't go see a country artist who provides their own snacks out in the lobby? Of course I would. Yeah, goddamn right you would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm American. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you and Peter, you guys go out, right? You go yeah. over to the AMC there in Burbank, you see a motion picture. A film. And after, what's the last movie you saw? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Did you love it? I loved it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Sean O'Connor, you know comedian Sean O'Connor? Mm-hmm. Was on a rage on Twitter about how much he hated it. Really? And you would have thought like it raped his family. That's how much he That's hated this movie. the first person I've heard yep. who didn't like it. Yeah. Well. Because I loved it. I you mean, loved it. Yeah. The performance is amazing. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, had, it had a lot to cram in there. And it definitely chose a path. You know, yeah. it wasn't necessarily factual. Right. I don't think Freddie Mercury didn't get diagnosed with AIDS until after, after Live seven AIDS. or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's but, but, but I mean, look, it's about the spirit story. of it. Yeah. The spirit yeah. of the band is there. And like, uh, yeah, I didn't. Ex- I, I, on paper, I was like, I don't think this is going to be anything. Yeah. It's going to be very by the numbers. And, you know, I know this. You know, I know the songs. What, what, are, what are they going to do that's going to. But I just loved I just love seeing them pretend to make that music. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it so great. fun. And Mike Myers was amazing. It was great. Invisible. It took me like three minutes and I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute, that's... I couldn't even... Yeah. It was amazing. We just got the screener at the house. Oh, yeah. And uh, you would think it was Christmas morning already. Oliver was so excited. So he can watch that movie because there's some adult stuff in it. Yeah, but it, the adult stuff he doesn't understand. Okay. You know, it, uh, like but I, mean, I I explained it to him okay. immediately afterwards. <laughs> right. Did you let him watch Die Hard with you? No, sir. You think that's too bad? Yes, I do. For an 11 Because it's violent. I, and, and there's a lot of language. There's a lot of uh, of F. Yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah. 
And it's, and it's some of these movies. I mean, like when I was a kid, like I saw Gremlins as a child, and Gremlins is pretty vicious. It's really yeah. yeah it's just, my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> is that your favorite? Yeah. Well, there's that whole Santa Claus monologue that Peter right. Case does oh. that's that, that ruins Christmas. One of the most <laughs> disturbing things you can see in a film. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just the way she talks about it. It's it's her. You never saw it? Full disclosure, I don't think I've seen it. You and if I've, seen and if I've said I've seen it in the past, I think I was lying. Oh, my God. You know what? You shouldn't have seen it because it, it was, was I was too old. It was for kids, even though it was graphically violent. Good to look at now, though, because it's yeah. excellent practical special effects. Yeah, you must have puppets, loved all that. And, it's just tons of that in there. Really cool. I, I feel like a lot of sequences. people think it's a comedy, but it's, it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie yeah. with, with some comedic Yeah, but Gremlins 2 was straight up farce. It's yeah. hilarious. But this one is dark. No, it's dark. As a reminder, Garen Cockrell told us Clue was hilarious. Oh, so Clue we, is great. What the fuck is that? Who, <laughs> you him? Is it a gay thing? I'm not kidding. Really? Is it a gay Maybe. thing? Maybe. Well, kind of. Is it a Maybe? gay culture thing where you guys it's all love be. Clue? Clue? Could be. It, Campy. it could be. Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's unwatchable. Is it? I haven't seen it in a long time. We just watched it uh, oh, no. two weeks ago. Three weeks ago now? Who'd you watch it with? I was at my, my gay club and uh, <laughs> everybody else seemed to enjoy it. The Blue Oyster. It was. I don't. This was you and Harvey Firestone. It was me. Uh, it was. Um, it was the family. My wife and son and I. That's yeah. Okay. And I mean, we took a little break because Oliver had to use the restroom, and and in the uh, and, and Daniel just looks at me and goes, "This is horrible." Oh my god! But Oliver liked that, it. Oh, he liked it. He liked it. Yeah. He liked it. You know what that means? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> That's right. Whatever. It's the test for most children. Is that what they do? So it literally is a clue. It is. That was the whole Seems secret. like there's got to be better way to figure like that out. But that. Uh, nope. You know, see, he loves board games. He loves playing Clue, right? Or yeah, but I think he's he getting to, to the age where it's... Uh, it's not that fun anymore. You get to a certain age, you figure it out Yeah, fast. it stops You got to pretend. Yeah, as a father, oh, yeah. you got to pretend you still don't know. Right. The board game Clue. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. You know I, pretty early on. Yeah. It's not... Uh, it's still fun to play. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. That's the board game where in the end you find out who's gay in the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you play that. So, yeah, you, yeah, so yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah that's, a, uh, that's a fun game. Yeah. Boy, you guys could market that and make a couple of bucks, by the way. that uh, It was Freddie Mercury in the bathhouse <laughs> with the dildo. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Bravo. That. that was good. I, I liked the way you made that clean, too, by the way. There, that could have gone filth. I was, it I took like me a dildos second. dildos are clean. Here on this show, dildos <laughs> are clean. Thing. On this show, yes. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen a clean dildo. You don't keep your dildos clean? <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you got to boil them. I use my lime away. <laughs> I dip it in there, take the filth off. Right? Rinse, your, rinse it after that. steel dildo, right? What's that? That's a steel dildo. You Absolutely. I call it, that's a thermos, Garen. That's... That's uh, ambitious. Yeah. Multi-purpose. All right, hang on. I got to change this thing. Uh, there we go. Back in business. That's got eggs, got some eggs going. Uh, yeah, I got some eggs going. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. What are you gonna do? You got something for us? The illusion. Here we go. You want to try something? We're gonna try something together. Oh. What camera? Can because people are gonna want to watch this. I'm it? here. You're the. Oh yeah. And yeah. you're there. Oh, it's Although it's like you, a television if, program. If you, you need him do? to do, tell him no, what you need to do. No, I think I want to slide this over this way. Okay. Are you okay with that, Elliot? Are you gonna freak out? Elliot, I'm not gonna freak out. That's fine. Okay. So, but now you're gonna have to move your microphone a little too because you gotta stand. Okay. Yeah. I'm on. 
do this with me. Well, move it up so we can hear you. I'm yeah. up and move here. I put, I put the, you can still hear me? Yep. Okay. 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 You're going right. to do, it said, do as I do. Okay. It's awesome. a fun human, and yeah. it's a very Love David Blaine like stunt. Awesome. Oh, it's human endurance. Hold on. Pee for three weeks? Well, you know how like Houdini would escape? That wasn't necessarily magic, right. but it was like a human endurance, and David Blaine like freezes himself in ice and all kinds of. This is a kind of a, a test of the body. Okay. Okay. So let's, we're going to take our pants down when I count to three. One. <laughs> now, here's what we're doing. Wait. Because I'm in. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If that's the trick, he's getting part out of his pants. <laughs> yeah, that's not you a trick. Your, you're going to take your middle fingers and kind of touch them together, facing, no, palms facing me, palms. right? And they're going to go on the ground, like, not on the ground, but on the table like this. So you want your mic in a spot so you could do that too. Yeah. Middle finger to middle finger on okay, the table. So like this. Yep. Exactly right, like okay. me. Okay. All right. You're going to do as I do. Okay. Okay, ready? Watch this. I'm going to take my right hand and I'm going to start to move it in toward myself. My right hand. Yeah, take your right hand and move this way? it. This way? Yeah, just move it in as far as you can go. Good. Okay, now okay. try not to bend your elbow. See, I'm bending my elbow? Not bending my elbow? No, because you you got a baggy jacket. No, but you're straight, bending your elbow. Straight, yeah, oh, there you straight go. Straight arm. Oh, straight arm. My right, apologies. Now, watch this. Now, this is just sort of an endurance to get it all the way perpendicular. Watch this. What? 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 This, That's disturbing. Wait, hold on. All uh, the way. Can you get any farther than that? I, I'm, okay, I'm, don't look away. Don't look away. Watch this. Here, right. I'm going to get it all the way. What the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> Get it all the way to go around. For those of you just listening to this, yeah, right, that's a good my, point. My, my my hand is twisting around. <laughs> oh it's going. Yeah, Matt, you should be maybe doing some play by play. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. I'm gonna grab it. Watch. Uh, no, this is not gonna be possible, but it's going. Uh, We've already gone 360, so we're gonna keep twisting. What is happening? Oh, it's still going around, guys. El yeah, right. He just turned his hand all the way around like an owl's neck, basically. Yes. <laughs> Holy biscuit. Did I'm, you get that, Elliot? Were you yes, on that the whole I time? Did. I endurance. did get that. You were on it the whole time. And I so was. That's not endurance. Uh, it's an endurance thing. But you did something. I didn't do anything. Oh, my God. The bones are twisted over each other now. Look at the red. I did that for you. Thank you. See you see the red building up there? The I, blood? I, yeah, I see it. That's real human endurance, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know what this character that's work is that you're doing, champion, but all right. Champion of, champion of magic. Character work. When he was saying that, I did My illusion that is complete. Fantastic. That was great. His hand that turned all the way around. Disturbing. And, I'm a little uh, nauseous. Are you really? Yeah, that, that kind of stuff makes me. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> try sitting right next to it. That yeah. was creepy. Well, yeah. again, try guys, being it. It's an illusion. He didn't really do it. <laughs> excuse me. He did do it. Me. I mean, I don't. I understand this he is did. your show, but there are some lines that do not cross. It's he did illusion. something. I know he did. I don't know what he did, but it was. How did he I came in here the night before. Oh, you presented a wrist camera. Yeah. Um, Actually, what happened is that the table was moving. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, is, you guys didn't notice it, but from this it. angle, it was just going. Rup, rup, rup. Well, you know, the, yeah, whole, the whole Earth is rotating, so obviously we're all just on a crazy ball of <sighs> idiot wax. <laughs> yeah, right. Crazy we're just all on a crazy ball of wax. Yeah, that's what I heard. All of us. Uh, all right, Michael Carbonero series for the Carbonero effect. I don't know why I'm doing it in a wispy voice. Uh, when's the new season start? It started just last week. Oh, it did? It yes. just started? Yeah. Well, it's not the new season. It's the back order okay. of season four. Because what's more exciting than a back order premiere? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's, um, all right. So the, the new season's out. Yeah. And uh, you got the 100th episode coming up. 100th episode. Which is, when will that one Wait, air? that's about 90 more episodes than I ever thought. Is that true? We should make. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, So you have to keep coming up with new... Oh, my God. Do you kind of repackage? Of course. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of themes we revisit. Okay. You know, but yeah, I mean, it's... It's uh, it's it, I can't believe that I have an incredible team of magicians, and I it's 
really beyond me that we can keep coming up with stuff because the stuff in this new season is really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. We when like, you say you have a team of magicians, mm-hmm. so you're in, in, as dwarfs. opposed to having dwarfs, right. dwarfs and fairies. <laughs> okay, yeah, in I'm my listening. backpack. I'm amazing, right there. Uh, on a comedy show, obviously, you would have comedy writers. Right. So you, you you would have a gang of musicians, musicians, magicians, magicians to help you craft illusions, the illusion, and get yeah. The, Yep, yep, yep. Interesting. Now, yeah. is there any resentment there that you're the face of the show and these guys are, they've worked their ass off as well and they're just behind the scenes? Or the lines are, they... are open. Let's uh, call in Let's and find, find out. out. Let's have the team. Uh, no, I don't. I hope. No, may, probably. May, There's got to be some. You think? I don't know. I Do you know what, though? I'm, they A lot of times they're like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm not you. Because oh, like it's, yeah, I get minced doing this show. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. By who? By myself, which the whole process. It's a tough show to make. Okay. It's really hard. We're How, always in a different location every day. When you go to a new location, so let's say you're at a gas station. Uh, right. Are you there? Are you there 12 hours? Are you there? Hey, let's get this three times or we're good to go. Um, no, we're there full day because a lot of times we're still figuring out how it's going to work that morning of. I mean, we're doing new magic tricks every single day. And, uh, you know, it will start at six in the morning and be finished by 5 p.m. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, we'll do four times, maybe each each trick. Okay, about four times, but a lot of it we're making up on the fly, which makes kind of it's fun. Like I've had to kind of accept that this is a ring of fire, improvisational magic world that I yeah. live in. Because if I ever like thought I have to like rehearse and get everything perfect before we roll, we'd never be rolling. Well, and you and you and by the way, you're great at that part too. You're great at the improvisation, and and uh, I always love with it when the guy goes, uh, "Yeah, but you couldn't be doing that." Goes, yeah, they're making bags like this now. Yeah, that's how they <laughs> that's how they're making the bags. The bags are doing, they're working a little. You did the sandwiches. Yeah, like right. What was the one where the, burgers? The, all the burgers. Yeah, out all of the burgers out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. Um, and you just I, yeah, come up with something, and like I get cornered and have to figure it out. Yeah, you know, like uh, I made a sled just like pop out of this tiny. It was a tiny little backpack about the size of like a soda can that inflated to a full size backpack, and then I unloaded it. And inside, it was at a ski shop. Yeah, and inside the backpack was all this stuff, and then I pressed the backpack, and literally there was this big burst of air, and a, a full size plastic sled shot out of this bag, and. I, it, which, as soon as it happened, and now I'm in front of a real person, it's like, obviously, there's no way this, but I like very quickly was like, yeah, this is that plastic that solidifies really quickly after it pops out. And then it was like, oh, and I even bought it. I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe if it popped out and then hardened, yeah. it could have. So, and she bought it. So it was, it, 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 again, the show is wonderful. And uh, you should be, again, Matt, you should be watching. I will. Get the you, should be watching. you had breaks already today. You could yeah, have. I should have gone. Yeah. You guys were in the bathroom. I don't yeah, know what yeah. you were doing, but I had to. You we were, were doing hidden camera. It was about 20 to 30 yeah. minutes of time. I could have been watching this. Well, you listen, you get to know your guests. It, uh, <laughs> I would be careful because there's two shows that I would sit down and just be on. Mm-hmm. And then I would watch Everyone yeah. in a row, and it's that, and it's in Practical Jokers that I will sit and watch marathons. Oh, you watch the Carmen Row effect? Yes. Yeah. All right. I thought I told you that. I don't. I didn't know you did. No, you didn't tell me. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we met outside. Okay, I'm very professional. <laughs> it is. There, you're, there's no doubt, though. It is one of those. You, yeah. You're, you're gonna. That's cool. You're gonna watch a zillion of them. Cool. Yeah. It's hard to. And this is gonna sound weird, but it's hard to turn it off. Yeah. You don't that's want great. to. You want to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That goldfish trick that you guys did. Oh, yeah, oh man, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Goldfish tricks good. Well, looking, uh, we look. Uh, I look forward to seeing a live show. Uh, we're, yes, we're back on the road. We're coming. I'm going to bring my son. MichaelCarbonaro.com. Yeah, my tour schedule. Yeah, 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 as you know. Right now, there's nothing on it. Is it true? Right, I believe there. There's no there's tour a, dates at the moment. Right? No, there is. What? Yeah, I got New York coming up, but nothing locally Town here. Hall. 
Right, but this is a this is a global podcast. I give a shit about anybody else. I'm here. He's promoting his. Tour. I know he is. I'm hanging around. I'd like uh, get your head out of your ass, Pardo. Uh, <laughs> we showing off or his ass? Atlantic City, I think New York and um, Pennsylvania. I think it's on there right now, and yeah, I'm announcing there. more today. I think I'm announcing more today, but this isn't really today, is it? No, this will be Wednesday. It's Thursday. 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 Gonna, so that's magic. It is a little bit magic. Oh, so the tour is on. Check out the schedule. Yeah, go to the, uh, Is it on there, uh, Garen? You got the... Uh, no, the, yeah. it'll be on there Wednesday. Oh, all right. Yeah, there's some on here. Okay. Yeah, all right. Some, some California dates on here. Is Wait, there? really? Where? Paula, Rancho Mirage, oh. Lincoln. Where's, where's Rancho Mirage? It's not an illusion. That's far, uh, that's out near your mom, right? That is right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's just yeah. past Bonchering. Hey, what's the, what's the awesome. date of that? April 5th. April 5th. Hang I'll on. I'll be there. I'm looking to see if uh, if I'm in town. It's April 5th. Maybe we go out there. We uh, we do one. Of the, is it a weekend? Let's find out together. Rancho is, Mirage. Is Paula, Paula closer than Rancho Mirage? I've never, I've never heard, I've of heard of that. Heard of it. It was the casino is, right? Paula Casino? Paula. Why don't you look it up on a map? <laughs> You're <laughs> saying I can do that with a As opposed to asking. Probably just click it. Entertainers. April 5 to... is a Friday night. Why are you saying it like that? Well, because it's a drive out to okay. the desert. On a, uh, We'd have to drive out. He'd have to take a day off school again. If he gets out at 3, you hit the road. On a Friday? Sure. No, dude. Mm. That's a, that's like a uh, that's a five-hour drive. Really? Yeah. yeah, on Friday? That's a that's a disaster. It's very inconvenient to come and see me live. <laughs> yeah. Those of you who are uh, listening. <laughs> if you're if you're in LA Just wanted to go it. out to the Yeah, don't even bother. <laughs> Just watch the T V show. Paula's down near Temecula. It's about it's about two hours drive. You, so you what day is Temecula that? on there too? April sixth. Oh, they really did release it. That's April sixth. Now that's a Saturday. See? There you go. No, Paula is south of Temecula. But pa- but, but it's near Temecula, Temecula is on a Saturday. That's a Saturday night, yeah. Maybe we do Jimmy that can do it. Maybe we do that one. Great. Go down there. Is that also April? Stay, stay the night. We get a hotel room down there. Maybe splash around in the hotel pool. Yeah. Right? This could have been more educational for Oliver to be here today than school. Yeah. And to come and see my show than school. Mm-hmm. I don't He's a budding magician. You could argue. I know he is. So He's going to take a class at the... Uh, Magic Castle? No, the Apple? Something Apple. Oh, Magic Apple. Magic, Magic Great. Apple. Yeah. yeah, he's going to take a class there. I got that for his birthday. I got my gift, uh, gift certificate. Awesome. Our uh, friend Justin Willman recommended it. Magic Apple is awesome. Great. Yeah. So he's uh, he's very excited about it. Mm-hmm. The guy goes, uh, he said, I go and you get you get this, you get a magic wand. He goes, I don't even want that. Like, okay. <laughs> Except for that one in his sleeve. Yeah. Hey, yeah that's what it is. Oh, that was off camera. That was, I mean, off mic. Oh, was it? Well, this, yeah. We that was. No, a, I don't think it was. I think it was uh, at the tail end of the other segment. Was it? I think was it might have been. Yeah. We'll have to check the tape on. I that. don't know because right. you were telling that secrets, was that was I the thought. magic trick we yeah. did. We made you think that the, the show wasn't happening. So, do, you, do you know that's how that's how candid camera started? Was candid microphone? It was a microphone before it was a camera, and he used to trick the guests into Alan Funt when he was interviewing people. He would show them that the mic went on with a light, and then he would shut it off and say, "Okay, so here's how the interview is going to go." Or basically, and he would have a conversation with someone and roll then. <laughs> and he wow. found that people, when the light wasn't on, and he That's they didn't awesome. think oh, they were yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was a program called Candid Microphone, a radio show. I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, really before cool. it was Candid Camera, which is a much better title. Yes, it is. Candid, Candid Microphone, microphone is, sounds so like a bad spinoff, but yeah. it was first. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, all right, listen. Before we go, we play a game called Sevens. Uh oh, Michael, and it's like Pyramid. You remember? Here it is. Our theme song. All right, 
it's interesting uh, choice. And again, well, it's, uh, that's Mike Henry. Mike Henry does our music. Here's the categories. Okay, Matt, explain the game to him if you would. It's uh, you have seven seconds. He's gonna if you pick a category. He's gonna give you clues to, to uh, guess a, a something, and uh, you have seven seconds to get each one. After seven seconds, it moves on to the next one. Okay. Uh, the quicker you get it, the more points you get. Okay. And uh, popular categories include eighties music. Um, 90s movies music <laughs> okay but you pick whatever category you want movies, out of that, celebrities uh, okay TV. let's let's do um be good yeah you go off the map let's do champion magicians okay <laughs> that one. uh let's do what if i don't know things about any of these categories? well that's also that, it, that's funny okay yeah it's good it, for you guys then is. let's go with general knowledge that's the second time in the category. Oh my God, this is this is the flaw with this chart. Is that right? Okay, then then you want to change no, we can it to general. Well, then Gen- generals. You know what? It's easier. You just pointed it, me out as a flaw. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good point, Matt. It was like well, the 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 this is the flaw is that we this uh, fan printed this up and we were we wouldn't have put that on here. Okay, uh, some idiot a, fan. But it is in the game. Some so, moron. It's just it's a little that. as Jimmy likes to say. It's it's for children. It's it's like general pets and food is for children. So uh, there's no horror category, is there? No, that would have been cool. As much as we talk about that, you. Yeah. Would, yeah, well, I get you know they just got to do a little. Uh, Did you grow up in the '90s? Were you a '90s? No, kid? '80s. '80s. You look very young. Thank you. Thrown by. Doesn't it. he look great? Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, a joke. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm old. Yeah. You're not old. I'm gonna guess. Uh, I know. I looked it up on the World Wide Web, but uh, there's some lies out there on the World Wide oh, Web. Oh, is that right? Yeah. If I had no to one guess. knows my real birth, not even me. Oh Jesus! The records were lost in a fire. Oh no! Was it an electrical fire? Was your father trying to uh, yes. <laughs> look something up? Not good at his job. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, just eighties then. What about just? 80s? If I had to guess, I would say thirty-seven. If I had to guess oh, cool. an age, cool, 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 but based cool. on what you 42. just said, forty-two. You're forty-two years I old. I am. Yeah, same age as me. <laughs> See that? I'm not the same. I'm older than that, Michael. Uh, all right, here we go. What are we doing? We are doing the eighties. Okay, here we go. The eighties general. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, shit. Definitely nervous. Rubik's Cube. Okay, here we go. 80s. Here we go. Uh, she was the star of Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles. Molly Ringwald. Yes. Uh, these were, I guess, uh, some... Uh, Her breasts. Maybe a cartoon character, as well as like little things that you would... I, I don't know. Next one. Uh, uh, you Only you prevent forest fires. The guy that said that. Smokey the Bear. Yes. Uh, not Coke, but... Pepsi. Yes. Uh, not, not Hame, but... Uh, Feldman. Yes. Uh, the movie that uh, Up in the Sky. The movie Up in the Sky. Uh, you're flying on this. Uh, Superman. No, the, you're flying on it. Uh, yeah, damn it. Uh, Airplane. This is a game where you press this to eat marbles. Uh, oh, 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 Q-Bert. No, no. Eat you, marbles. You, you, Marble you, maker. Uh, Yahtzee. <laughs> Boy, my clues. Suck. Okay. Right, yeah. The last it's one. A, it's okay, a, hang on. All right, this, all right, you got Molly Ringwald. Don't drop off it. I apologize. Uh, the second one was, it was a car. I think it was a cartoon. And it was Tamagotchi? also a toy. Well, that's a lot. Uh, Care, Care Bears. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know enough yeah. to. No. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah you they don't had care the enough. Pictures on their bellies. Yep, they, they, they sure the did. Care Bear stare. Yes, they did. Much like Doug Henning. <laughs> yes, yes. Was Doug he Henning did have a rainbow. There was a rainbow. He was like the original Care Bear. He is <laughs> the world's first Care Bear. No, that's not magic. It's an illusion. <laughs> and then uh, these are uh, the, these are zoo animals with a big appetite, and you're trying to get the marbles. A hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, the, the movie Airplane. Oh man! Uh, I mean, that's a f- I, you're right. My, that's a, the best movie in the world. Hundred percent agree. Oh. After after time passed, he did actually say it. Oh, I did. I did, I did, yeah, I did he just say it a little late. Yeah. But but yeah. my clues was horrible. All right, fifteen. It's not a bad showing. Solid score. Not it's bad. A solid score. Yeah. 
All right, the gentleman's name is Michael Carbonaro. Michael Carbonaro. Yeah. Uh, the name of the program is The Carbonaro Effect on True TV. And Netflix. It's also on Netflix. On Netflix. Oh, excellent. I've oh, just cool. been told. Yep. Oh, I wish I, I think that, known that. I think that's where we watch it. I think we watch it on the Netflix. Uh, on the Netflix. Um, on the Netflix program. And uh, <laughs> it's wonderful. Thanks. It's wonderful. We're having a good time. And uh, I'm looking forward. To, I did not know the new season started. Yep. That's cool. I uh, can't wait to uh, watch it. Thank you for being here. Absolutely, man. You guys will be in the neighborhood, right? You're going to go over to uh, Portos, get yourself some... Uh, <laughs> Meatballs, what? pastrami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pastrami. I Hot picked peppers. the one fucking thing they wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I picked the one thing they wouldn't have. I was gonna roll with it. I wanted to like say prosciutto. pineapple shortcake. Prosciutto. You know, yeah, like a Cuban pastrami. I think I said peppers. They do have that. Yeah, they, they, got, peppers? they, they peppers. got the peppers. peppers. They got those big jars. They got those. Those just like so you can just get like a bowl of mushrooms if you need one. Yeah, if you need that. Just scoop them I up. I get my mushrooms in Amsterdam. Uh, <laughs> this guy does a lot of dope. That's it. Whoa. Where's that guy? <laughs> that was just sounded like the alien from Aliens. He's Thank seen. you. Yeah. Predator. Predator. More predator. I can do a really cool voice. You want to hear it? Yes. This is it's like a man trapped inside of a box, okay? Somebody get me out of here. I can't breathe. Oh, my God. That, that is pretty impressive. I could almost not tolerate that. That was so. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that was like that's basically a magic trick too. Thank you. That's very cool. Why are better you holding on us? <laughs> I know you're right. It's better than the the broken wrist illusion. I don't think it was better than that, uh, oh. but it was uh, certainly less nauseating. <laughs> okay. I think uh, Garen seemed a little nauseated yeah. by that it, as well. It was it was too real. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Like I wanted to get up and look for somebody. Like who's who's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Uh, Have you uh, seen uh, that by the way? There, 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 that uh, video that's going around, of course. Uh, some little boy. Uh, he wanted oh, yeah. he wanted one gift for Christmas, and so they gave it to him early, and he unwraps it, and it's his dad, a soldier, yeah. comes out of the box, yeah. and it's, it's one of those where you're like, love it, you're like because you don't know, as, as a viewer, you don't know that's about to happen, but then the dad right. comes out, and the little boy hugs him, yeah. and you're sobbing. Yeah. I, I watch way too many of those, because I was like, it's, okay, this is his dad, or it's a dog. Either one's gonna make me cry, so let's just get to it, <laughs> Yeah, and it was his dad. It was so yeah. great, yeah. so great. Awesome. Sweet. Oh. Just so hard. All those get me. Oh, yeah. You know, kids at a cafeteria at school, and mm-hmm. the father walks up. and, ah! and then, Yeah. Even when it's just at the front door. I just oh, saw yeah. one, the front door one. I was like, yep. Yeah, front door. Great. <laughs> I'm waiting Love for it. one where the kid's mad. <laughs> where, the, where the fuck you been? Yeah. I said PlayStation. <laughs> I know this guy. Love yeah. it. All right. Michael, thank you for being here. So much fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, I mean, have the pop culture piece looking over there. There's Garen Cockrell behind Mission Control. That's the captain, Elliot Hogberg, the honcho Matt Belknap, our new friend, Michael Carbonero. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.